Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Any thoughts, um, Paul or Alex, on yesterday's announcement? Paul, you're disgusted with the whole thing. Is that right? <laughs> no, I'm not. Do you think Patriots fans think this is this? this oh, I don't. I, I'm not going to get into like the what Patriot fans think. I just I'm saying what I certainly think. not one. <laughs> but I, nice call, Fred. They sold Are you even right? from here? It's basketball. Right? Are you from here? <laughs> when was that? Like '93, <laughs> something like that. Ish. I forget what Ish. year it was. I wasn't even um, born yet, and yeah. I know. So you All go right. away. The B-roll was very carefully crafted to make sure it was 50 percent Patriot. It's a 50% Buccaneers, and that pissed me off. 20 years in, in six Super Bowl wins, nine appearances. <laughs> that pissed me off. Is there... Well, that's what it is. We want to claim him as ours. Yes. He is. Not according to ESPN. Why do you care what they do all of a sudden? Because you hate you've hated them for 20 years. people watch this. For 20 years, you've, you've called them the Antichrist. Now you care that they have a, a, a logo up there. Well, I don't like the Antichrist. Oh. ESPN, Brady retires, and it's all Bucks logos. That's BS. It's BS. Oh, I think they're talking about Kyle Trask, though. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and uh, I feel like we've got a lot to talk about. I mean, man, you know, uh, our team's back from the Shrine Bowl, so we've got all that and the Pro Bowl and Matt Judon Festival Mm -hmm. going out there on Patriots.com and all our social media accounts, but... You know, you've still got the lingering thoughts about the Brady uh, retirement and uh, what to do uh, as a Patriots organization for him and what would he be willing to do. Uh, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, you know, we got record cold over the weekend, and we Paul and I already got into an argument. <laughs> How cold was it? He, he thinks that if that cold – and just so people know, on Mount Washington in New Hampshire, it was the coldest ever registered in the United States, period, period. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's where they play a game, but I think that— <laughs> If they played the game there, I, I would, <laughs> I would be with Brett. I, I, they would have I think if that, pretty windy. if that weather happened during a season, I think they'd have to postpone a It'd game. It'd be hard to stay in Move it to the next day. I mean, it was minus 30, 40 degrees wind chill. In some places, it's not football weather. I mean, I don't know. How oh, you, it wouldn't have been fun. I just don't think they would have canceled the game. Yeah. Well, but your that, comp, your comp was the 03 divisional. Yeah, round it was like minus ten wind chill. It was like four degrees. It was, it, you know, it was colder. Fred's right. It was, it was colder Saturday. Yeah, I mean, than it was that day, but yeah. not by much. What yeah. were the guys like in the locker room after that game? Were they miserable? All out? Yeah. My favorite moment after that game was, and Fred will remember, Bethel Johnson. Who's talking about, you know, I was out there, I had no sleeves, I was tough, and he caught a big touchdown pass yeah. in that game. So then, you know, we're like editing all the stories and everything, and Fred always would pick out the cover photo. And the cover photo from that was Bethel Johnson having the ball under one arm with the other arm yeah. in the air as he's crossing the goal line with sleeves on. <laughs> he, like, just, liar. he lied to everybody. <laughs> and, you know, who remembers specifically 53 players, what they were wearing during the – what are you wearing? Yeah, wow, well, that's um, kind of – Bethel Johnson. Sleeves, yeah. that's kind of my, my department. Uh, it was, it, it no, was, it was ridiculously this, cold that night. But, but Saturday – more br- brutal. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. It much, was, but, but it was it was definitely colder. Saturday. I'm saying Fred's if it was, right. I'm, th- I'm, right. I'm saying if it was minus forty, wind chill. Fred's right. I, I don't know if the league Fred is from right. a liability standpoint <laughs> would be able to have the game. Who was he arguing? <laughs> with? Fred's no, right. I, no, I just you know <laughs> people people get hurt. You know. <laughs> I, Lose limbs, I don't fingers, think, toes. And, and you know, ironically, I don't think they cared about the players. But if a fan got oh you know yeah. hypothermia and died, you know, God forbid. The league would get sued. That's what they're worried about. Yeah, you know. Wow, it's dedication you to the team. You, you know, I had tickets to the game. You you held the game, so I went. And now my I my grandmother death. died. You know, <laughs> I don't bring grandma to this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Anyway, it was cold. It'd be interesting. It was cold. It'd this be interesting. Weekend. They'd have a decision to make if that was yeah. a, you yeah. know that could have been a playoff game. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Four years earlier, that would have been a playoff game. Yep. But and then the next day it was fifty degrees. It was the craziest thing. Yeah. It was like you were on vacation. And woke up somewhere different, you know, from the morning and, you know, at night, and it was a whole different climate. Yeah. Only we didn't go anywhere. Right. It was yeah. nuts. Nuts, yeah, I, I say. Yeah, I refed hockey games Friday night, and the power went out in the rink. I've never had that. I had a column. So, yeah, it's un- unprecedented kind of territory everywhere. And surprisingly, your calls were no different yeah. in the dark. <laughs> I know, right? You're blind, ref. <laughs> I did great. Should have thrown. A, I, <laughs> I did great. Should have thrown a kid out though. He kept hitting people, and I'm like, dude, you can't hit people. What are you doing? And he just had like dead. How eyes. do you even know? Dead the lights are even on. It's like doll's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Who was this kid? Dead black this eyes scared me. <laughs> what else do we have to put on the table? Oh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady uh, chatting yes. it up last yeah, night. Yeah, that was on the uh, <laughs> Let's Go bro- uh, podcast, and yeah. I mean, I read some of the transcript, and man, if. If you think that you know they don't like each other, <laughs> I, I think that put that what to bed. What a joke! <laughs> oh, you know what, what, what a joke! What Why'd you leave? Evans back. Oh. Well, why'd you leave? I, okay, <laughs> if you love him that much, and he's such ago. a good coach, and he's so, why'd you leave? Honestly, because. Well, you don't think money had anything to do with it? If it was over money, then that's that's terrible. That's what it was. If it's over money, then that's terrible, and. If uh, it was he wouldn't be the first person to leave because of money if it, and on any team. If it was over the roster, also terrible because they can make the roster better. And we all know they would have made the roster better. I understand that. I, I think this is an absence. <laughs> I, I think that it's an, a, an absence makes the heart grow fonder situation. I agree with that. Where, okay, now we look I at it. I would now yeah. look at it three years later and I can appreciate what we had for 20 years. And maybe that's part of it, but to have them go, both go on there, he's the greatest, I'm the greatest, you're mm-hmm. the greatest, we're all the great. Like, come, it, it's a slap in the face. It is. I didn't have that on my bingo card. For well, me. I, yeah, me I mean, that's an interesting perspective, and I can understand. I've been salty towards him since he yeah. left. I, I can lie. understand. If you didn't like him leaving, then I can understand that perspective. Um, but and I, and I agree with you, Evan. I think absence does make the heart grow fonder. I think there were moments while they were here that they hated each other probably. Right. Just like – I don't know why everybody always says that. You know, just right, exactly. Like I don't know why everybody always says – Because it's true. Right. <laughs> it, it, if this was all sunshines and rainbows that you guys just presented to us in that gush fest last night, then he never would have left. Yeah, but I think all the bad things, like you said, melt away. And you appreciate it. It's like those tough coaches you had. You hated them in the moment, and then you look back and you're like, yeah, he was good for me. Three years you know? is a long time, a lot of perspective, yeah. a lot of, hey, maybe the grass isn't really greener. Maybe, you know, it's like when you grow up, your parents tell you what to do your whole life. And then now I'm at the age where I'm like, crap, dad was right. Crap, yeah. Mom was right. Yeah. You got to unfreeze your own pipes. So yeah. I, th- I think they both <laughs> like to take the best el- elements of each other and, and just remember that. So. But I, I do think it's it was nice. I think I think I think they meant what they said. I don't think it was BS. 
They just left out all the bad stuff. That's all. Yeah. I've always had the same thought on this, and when he came back with the Bucks and said some of the things he said post-game about how he wants to be a part of the, the Patriots community and his post-playing career and all that kind of stuff, if he, if he backs that up with his actions and he's here for whatever celebration we come up with or whatever ceremony we come up with and all these types of different checkpoints that I, I know every Patriots fan wants to see. I, I'm not a one-day contract guy. I don't yeah. need him to sign the one-day contract, but I need him to come back yep. and, and say, I, I know that deep down, de- like, I'm a Patriot, right? Yeah. I'm not a buck. I get it. Sure. Until he does that, he's on my This Could this be the first ever Fred Evan argument? I, I'm not arguing. Oh, well, he disagrees with you. I, About I like what? That. Like you said, it was nice, and he's disgusted by it. No, he uh, said he would. He wants him to come back. He wants him it to come so back incredible. so he can fix it. <laughs> Did you listen to what he said? No. The, the no. way he saw the game was so incredible. So I'm confused. Do you want so him to do the one-day contract or not? Because you said it was no. stupid, and now you're no. like, I want. I, no, I want him. I, it's like what you said. I, I don't know if it was on the on the show before, but oh. he, he's – he's ours right like he's he's ours and until he acknowledges on his side that he's ours then i'm still salty about it no i i get that as a fan i understand that i want that too i want i want him to want to be with us exactly you know that's all i just want me yeah that's it exactly yeah in a one-day contract no i don't need him to sign the one-day contract that's symbolic you don't need that i need him to come back and personally, I and I'm just speaking for myself. I I think that they should do a Tom Brady night separate from any game or anything like that. There'll be seventy thousand people in that stadium just to say hi to him from a hundred yards away. Just like to breathe his air. right. It doesn't even need to be anything else. We have we have the whole thing. We'll cover the crap out of it. It'll be great, and we'll and we'll have that moment of because the way that he left in free agency, we never even got to say goodbye. And, and then he left after the Titans game, which none of us want to remember, as that was the, the the last game that he's played here. And so we never really got to have a great moment of closure on on his. You know, it'd be Patriots funny career. just for the hell of it. He throws a pass that is caught by a Patriot at that ceremony, just so we can say the last pass he threw in. Yeah, bring Stadium, Edelman right? back, too. Right. Have him throw a pass uh, to Edelman. No, but I, I agree Instead with everything you said. I don't know why Paul's trying to pick a fight here. I I agree. He completely disagrees with you. I don't understand how you can think About he's saying what? the same thing. He's mad at Tom. Yes. But he still <laughs> wants him to come back. But he's mad at Tom. You're not. Like, you guys have two different <laughs> no, But I understand that perspective. I, I don't need to argue with that. No, but I'm just saying... First of all, I was only joking around about your fight. I know, but, but he just disagrees with you. You're not saying the same thing. <laughs> really? I, I, and I'm not telling you that I agree with either either side, but what Evan said and what you said were not the same thing. It was it was I was just talking about the thing he did you with, thought it with was nice last night. I thought that and you was thought nice. it was nice. Yeah. He hated it. Okay. It was <laughs> okay. So was, you're not saying the same thing. Of, well, it's, I, it's like a movie. I saw a movie, I liked it, he didn't. As a fan, <laughs> right, therein lies the disagreement. Speaking as a fan right now, watching him play for the Bucks was like one of the worst experiences of my, I couldn't even watch some of the games sometimes. Because I was just like, I just can't that first year for sure. I can't see this right now. And then he goes on and, and wins the Super Bowl with Tampa. And, and now, you know, Tampa, when he ran off the field when they lost to Dallas, they got they all got to to wave him off the field. And and here was not that type of experience. So when, when Brady left here, like right after, who were you mad at? 
I was mad at everybody. <laughs> I was mad at everybody for getting to that point. Now, in this instance right now, and I'm not, I'm, I'm mad at him for something that he hasn't done yet necessarily, but I, I had to endure. It's so <laughs> difficult for me. To, See, I had to I endure see, watching I, I, I him know. play I, as a buck. I've always been Tom. so. I've I've always been so grateful for Tom that I was never. I never resented him leaving. Well, that's all I wanted. You know, I never. I, I was happy for him. I to think be it able was to more win a Super Bowl. I, I think I it's thought more that was the, great for him. I think it was because more I like the, him. It's more the fact that like when he's selling like uh, Brady like retirement stuff now underwear and, and yeah, by the way there, what a thirst by trip. the oh way my god I felt so uncomfortable fresh produce yeah. yeah there is a, a t-shirt that he's selling on TB12 and the t-shirt is half Tampa half Patriots yeah I hate that and I'm like Ooh. This is just a gut punch. This is just a, a slap in the face to all. Uh, well, the Bucks I, fans don't want it either, right? Like, who wants that? Like, well, I tweeted it out when you retired. General Tom Brady yeah. announced yeah. it. I am in this chair right now because of Tom Brady. Because I never would have fallen in love with football if it wasn't for him. So for me, I like he, he broke my heart. Now you got to come back and 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 do some cleanup. Tom. Yeah. Like the now, girl that I, got away. So now, Evan. I know. Well, I feel like part of it for Evan too was like, I got to watch, I got to break down Cam Newton's tape now. I got to go from watching <laughs> Tom Brady to breaking down <laughs> oh, Cam Newton. Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, Betty. But, but you know, I was thinking <laughs> just was the other day, yourself. you know, like what would, what would, don't at me. What would Brady want? First of all, I think he's doing all that Tampa stuff because I think he genuinely appreciated them giving him that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be where you wanted, you're, you're wanted. And, I think he'll always be grateful to them for taking him on and paying him real money and giving him the latitude to do what he did there. I think he'll always be grateful, and I I don't think he ever wants them to think he's going to forget that. So that's one thing. But then I was thinking about him, like, what does he want to do with us? And, you know, the whole one-day contract and everything. And, like, if I'm Tom Brady, like, I could understand him saying, you know what? I don't want to be anybody's person. I'm going to be Tom Brady going forward. Nope. I know. Just let me finish. I'm going to be Tom Brady going forward, and whether it's in the Fox booth or or whatever I do, I want to be known as Tom Brady, period. End of story. Not Tom Brady the Patriot, Tom Brady the Buccaneer, just Tom Brady. And I can understand him, like, having that strategy. I hope he doesn't. I, I but mean, I can understand that. I could see from that perspective him shunning a one-day contract. Like, I, And I don't think that that's a stretch. Like, I think he probably would shun yeah. a one-day contract. I just struggle to say, like, Tom, come back. We're going to have a big day for you. Like, I think he would be I, I would hope he would that. do that. I would hope he would do that. Yeah. I just think when he left and, look, at the end of the day, his relationship with Belichick, his relationship with the organization, the people in these walls is more important than the fans. I personally don't think that he gave enough credence to – the fans that poured a lot of their energy into the team for 20 years and supported him even when he was just a sixth round draft pick out of Michigan in 2001 and we all jumped on his bandwagon then and then continued obviously for 20 great years I I think that the coming back for the ceremony and things like that that's for that's for us, right? Like that's for the fans. That's that's nothing to do with uh, how it the divorce happened with Bill or how the, it happened with Mr. Kraft. Like that's that's for that's for the fans that just spent every single Sunday on their couch or in the stadium. Name their children after him. Na- name their dogs. Right. Name their children that are all 
all o- like for yeah. for this guy and i don't know if the way that he left in tampa when he went to tampa and then the way that he's at times carried himself over the last couple of years i i don't personally feel like he is given enough I, I, credence well, to that like he's given it enough to fans yeah, no, I, here, I, but. I, I and i agree and i he's got an opportunity to to write that ship and to do when it he and i hope he takes a, advantage of his it. retirement last year i wasn't i didn't care that he didn't mention the patriots because of belichick and mr Kraft. he should have mentioned the patriots because of the fans he should have mentioned the pay that the you know, his patriot career because of of us because ultimately that that was all that we were looking for. I, I don't need him to go yeah. on the let's go with Bill Belichick and, and gush about how great Bill is. Like, I don't care. But how did you feel about him in 2019, though? Because it kind of felt like he was like, were you starting to get mad at him that season? Because it felt like he was Mike. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, but you know what I mean? 20, like, like 2004. I, I think, wasn't like. <laughs> when he walked off the field against the titans i think we all kind of knew it was clearly the last day i mean that was gonna be i made my there wasn't a moment i made my kids go to that game i said this is the last game he's gonna play for as a patriot i want you guys to be there that they got i mean unfortunately (laughs) it it, it didn't end the way (laughs) right i mean i don't think anybody any of us really came that night expecting tennessee to win that game no i certainly didn't yeah i thought there was a chance but i didn't think it would happen right um you know, I, I wanted them to see his last game at, at, at Gillette. Yeah, well, I think as in, a Patriot in 2019, I I I understood his frustrations because I was watching the same film he was watching, not in the same yeah. level, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching the same stuff that he was watching, and and they were clearly not a Super Bowl team that year. They clearly had way too many deficiencies, especially uh, on offense, and then the defense ended up not being for real either. So th- the team wasn't good enough. Yeah. So I understood why in his eyes, I know what it looks like to be a Super Bowl team and we're nowhere close to it so I could tell that that frustration was brewing but now that it's all over all I just think that last night the podcast annoyed me because I don't need Bill and Brady to be friends I don't care if they make up I don't care if they're best of friends I don't care if they love each other I don't care if they have admiration for each other it's it it doesn't even matter at this point it what matters is is what happens with the fans well, from this point I, forward. Yeah, I mean, to me, it matters a little bit more, obviously, than you, because it just, to me, it speaks to his mindset. So, like, if if he hate, if he truly hates Belichick, there's less chance of him doing anything while Belichick is here. You know, so it, it, it makes me feel better to know that, you know, bygones have been, are bygones with them. And the same with Robert Kraft, if there were any. And then that opens the door to what we really want is an ability for us to be with him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because you, you kind of those two him, guys but... are the gatekeepers, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. So, Paul's just smirking. He doesn't care about it. I'm just, I'm just proud. <laughs> yeah, you you wanted to be in denial, but <laughs> I got you guys to air your grievances. That was good. I, I like that was good. I, yeah, I don't know if we have uh, grievances. Just but take the dub. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have uh, grievances. I, I, yes. I am. <laughs> let, let him go. He's angry. <laughs> have been since. Are you angry with me? No, 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 no. Okay, so what? So what are we? He's angry. He's not angry it's with me. Tom. He's mad. Alex, the girl can you that help got me? away. <laughs> Please Can you help me and explain to, to Fred that his mindset is 100% different than, than Evan's? Oh, or, or, or is it? I think you guys are agreeing and disagreeing. That's the, well, that's that the essence the of every <laughs> that's the essence of every PU argument. When he made that it's announcement semantics. last year and left the Patriots out of it, that was it for me. I was like, 
I don't need you to thank. And you were kissing. I, I don't think you, you. You don't need to thank Belichick. You don't need to thank Mr. Kraft. Th- thank the. Thank us. Like thank the fans. They don't even thank us. You don't even have to thank us. We have to thank you. But like, just acknowledge the the Patriot fans. Yeah. And he totally dropped the ball on that. And then he he kind of dropped the ball again on the on all of this too. And now. I, I just I have no time for it. He can come back and make it up to me though. Okay. All right. Wow. So Evans <laughs> leaving the door open. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he won't object. He won't object. I did watch for the first time since I was actually at the event the the Brady night yesterday. Uh, it was nineteen ninety not Brady uh, Bird Larry Bird, Bird oh, night yeah. nineteen ninety three and. Um, you know, going back, like you know, sometimes when you watch an old movie, it, it doesn't really hold up with time. It was, it was had that old timey feeling to it. So you know, but it was still made you tingle. Like you know, having lived through all that, it was a great night. Uh, they did it right, and I hope that the Patriots are able to do something like that for for. That's what, I mean. That's what we're looking for, for. Brady. We'll you see. know, we'll see anything, if we win, Fred. You and I. You, anything you clock there this time? Well, I, I don't know if they'd be able to remember. do it exactly like. But what they did for you know, he, Bird won three championships with the Celtics, so they went through time, and they had little video that they had accompanying each championship, and after each video, they brought members of that team onto the stage. So they they showed the video of the year. Then they brought the players on to talk about that version, you know, that edition of the Celtics, um, and that was cool. And then, of course, you know, bringing back Magic Johnson, that was a big portion of that. And, you know, I don't, you know, like, I knew people at the time knew that they were friends, but I don't think people realize how close they really were. Yeah. yeah. You know, they were really close. Um, and so that was a big portion of the night, and, like, people just went nuts. They just went nuts, you know. Uh, that was great. And then, you know, Red Arback coming up, uh, his his mother, you know, she got like a three-minute standing ovation. Mrs. Like, Bird. thank you for bringing him into the world. <laughs> and everybody was just like going nuts for, for Mom. his mother. Mama Bird. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, then they had the video, peop- you know, people that couldn't be there on video. And it, it was just it was just awesome. What if we did holograms? Like, I know each time we talk about this, we get new ideas. But, like, and I said, like, what if you put videos of the plays? Like, what if you could actually get a company that could do holograms on the field of plays? And so you could actually make it appear like it's all on the table. Huh? I, I thought the Paul Perillo it's presents the, the Tom Brady night. <laughs> he's, Paul's been crushing it. I mean, he's, no, he's all over I, it. I mean, I just think that you have to yeah. – Fred and I have been lockstep on this since the day – like, the moment he retired. Like, I went right up to yeah. Fred – and we were trying to figure out exactly what we were going to do from a content standpoint that day. But we immediately started talking about Larry Bird Night. Yeah. And we're not splitting the atom. We're not the first ones that came up with, we should probably do something like Larry <laughs> Bird. I'm not trying to make it out to be like that. But it is just, this is different than the other guys that are going in your team's Hall of Fame and eventually Canton. Like, I understand that Canton can't waive the five-year period, but we can waive the four-year period. And we, 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 this is not something that we're doing at the halftime of the Kansas City Chiefs game, the way a lot of people on yeah. Twitter have suggested. These are the kinds of ideas that have to way separate it. Now, yeah. it's all contingent, and this gets back to, to Evan's bitterness. Um, it's all <laughs> contingent on Tom agreeing to come back yeah. and do it. I can't imagine he wouldn't. I think Larry Bird, in a lot of ways, was extremely similar to Tom Brady in that regard and not really interested in doing any of those things. 
but he did it. And yeah. I think that I think that Tom would too. And the other thing that stuck out of Bird Night to me, and I, I didn't realize it at the time, but after watching it, it was apparent. Bird prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Like, there, not that he was reading off a teleprompter, but there were certain questions that Bob Costas asked him that he had witty answers for, and it, it was obvious that they weren't made up in the moment. Like he yeah. had, so we won't get Jim Gray. I was to about do to it. say right. we have to bring Jim Gray. Yeah, in. like like he was given the questions and and helped with answers, and he he delivered them naturally. Right, but that's why we need to eliminate Jim Gray from the right. equation. Yeah. But, 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 Tommy but you know, Larry, <laughs> Larry <laughs> doesn't want that. Larry was an un- unassuming guy. He wasn't a guy that you know was a me guy. But like this was a special night for him, and he he put in time to prepare for it. That that kind of stood out. Any research into other what like what did the Lakers do for Kobe? Yeah, you know, like like or well, what did the Bulls do for Jordan? Just do, what did other like, Alex? You're a basketball person. Uh, I don't know, Alex. Yeah. You've seen retirement ceremonies before. <laughs> I remember Kobe's last game and just scoring a crazy amount of points. But I'm, for some reason, I'm struggling to kind of remember. Anything the I, I mean, I should probably him. know because I lived out there probably at the time. When yeah, I think they Even had him passed, addressing the they... crowd and stuff. Uh, I don't really remember yeah, what the specific the Bill, ceremony. What did, I don't know what the, um, the Bulls, Bulls did, did for Jordan. Jordan. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we should Google. I don't yeah. know. Google it. Google it. So uh, along with the ceremony, we've got to have a statue. I yes. think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I statue think in the plaza right. and a number 12 inside the bowl somewhere. Right. So I would say where the banners are. So a statue outside. Have we talked at all about what what pose he's going to be in or anything like that because i love the one with his hands on his head from 2001 like that's personally my yeah my favorite but i don't know that that's very young tom brady i don't know if he would want one <laughs> differently. I, I, I like that one too Sexy. yeah uh, uh, i like that or the other one it might have been 14 when he's holding up the trophy and he's like that was special to him because of all the crap that he went through so no one just wants him with that classic Sitting in the pocket with the ball oh, ready to throw, just perfect. Like he had the yeah. most statuesque yeah. pose on the field. Why not? I like that. Just duplicate. I that don't know, but that, that's something that every quarterback does. Like holding like, holding that trophy is iconic. Yeah, not, that's not the like picture Tom. I think of yeah. him holding the Lombardi, holding up in the Lombardi, the air, or the hands on the air. That's iconic too. That's iconic to him. Yeah. yeah, shaking his head with his sisters. I, I mean, I don't think we're going in the direction of a Belichick and Brady uh, I would like statue. That, though. But there's a great shot of them right after the 06 San Diego upset uh, out there that, like, they just kind of met on the field, and it was kind of like a quick, like, handshake between the two of them is that, that exists out there. One of my just favorite kind of shots of them, you know, and another one of their iconic wins. But I don't know. I guess Tom will probably get the first bust out there. I, you statue. know, when you think of statues, like, I think of uh, – you know, Yankee Stadium, where they had Monument Park or whatever they called it back there. Um, you know, Bobby do, Orr. That do you one? Do yeah, so- I think of the Bobby Orr statue. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. iconic. Yeah, well, we were just in it Cleveland so with good the where they moved Jim Brown it. statue yeah. is right outside. Yeah. Paul Brown or yeah. uh, in Indy, they have a Peyton Manning statue outside Lucas. Yeah, Oil. and they have a bunch of statues now behind Fenway Park. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah it's it, like it, kind of like a walk. It's kind of a weird place to put them. It, it faces like the train tracks, <laughs> like. Well, yeah, it is a dump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only so much you can do. Um, you know, I, I actually walked by them like a couple years ago. I'm like, I didn't even know these were here. Who do they? What is it like? Yaz? Yeah, all the old guys. Yeah, it's all, all the retired number mm-hmm. yeah. players. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think they should have done just that. Something, Teddy. Yeah. Um, but you know, do you, 
do you do do you f- have the foresight to put the Brady statue where you will put the Belichick statue and the Kraft statue and create your own little monument? Park? I think it makes sense to at least think of it ahead of time, even if they're not going to be the same statues. To how are we going to arrange this and who is actually going to get? I mean, you mentioned Mr. Kraft getting a statue, sure. You know, plan for three then, and and how will they kind of maybe they're all made by the same artist? Maybe they're, you know, maybe maybe you have fans vote on moments like you know this this picture of bill like what should be the you know what should be the time i'd love to hear what the fans say i mean that's it's you know paul's point about just perfect in the pocket you know having his hands on his heads to his family after he won the first super bowl i mean there's so many moments that you know that that you were probably not even thinking of that that could potentially work yeah so that's that's the brady stuff maybe we can get that guy that did the uh the MLK tribute. No. Oh, God. You can get somebody the embrace. else. <laughs> that's, yeah. What about the Cristiano Ronaldo stuff? I don't know, but after <laughs> that. Have you guys that, ever seen that? Oh, that's scary. After that, <laughs> that one's scary. After that Brady post for his underwear, maybe yeah. he'd like that kind of oh, statue. Or oh, 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 we could do the, the guy. Remember remember the, the court sketch of Brady? Yeah. At, yes. at the, the hearing. Maybe we can get that guy. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said that that's what the statue should look like. <laughs> that, that looked nothing like Because his, his last year, he looked more like that than, yeah. you know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I like it. Good times. All right. Yep. So there's a lot to uh, think about when it comes to Brady's but, retirement. Uh, before, can we move on a little? Because I'm curious to get some of Evan's thoughts on, you know, we talked last week about the coaches being yep. in Vegas yeah. yep. at the Shrine Bowl. And, uh, you know, Troy Brown was the acting head coach. But just That's right. your overall thoughts on the Patriots coaching staff, Ev, being in Vegas and, you know, what that experience was like. Well, it was really cool. I, I had never been to the Senior Bowl or the Shrine Bowl or anything like that. And I, I think – the coolest part for me is that unlike in training camp here, you can stand right on the sideline and you're just standing right on the sideline. And, and, you know, I was watching practice at one point and macro and Elliot Wolf, and they're, they're all just standing 10 yards away from me watching the same thing that I'm watching, which was really cool. I, I don't think you ever really get to, to interact or even, you know, in the same area as macro most of the time uh, the way they handle him so it's it's cool to that was a cool experience i think the the biggest standout from the coaching staff was well first of all the shrine bowl wanted the patriots to coach this game badly when they decided to go full staffs because of, of bill they wanted they wanted that publicity of having bill out there and, and he didn't disappoint i mean he would just he would just walk right on the field and just interject himself into the drill. Like, the <laughs> drill would be going on, and, you know, they would be doing whatever, and he would just walk on the field, and he would just be like, this is, we're not doing this, like, we need to do this better, or we're doing this, or we're not doing that, or whatever. And then he would watch the drill, basically in the in the play. Like, he would be standing, and guys would be flying, basically like a referee, like, yeah. just, you know, get out of the way type of thing, uh, which was really cool. The other thing that... I would mention was the very first day it it felt on purpose how involved Bill O'Brien was like he came out there that first day and he was right out in everybody's faces coaching up the quarterbacks and the receivers barking out orders barking out coaching tips and things like that and uh you know we took the cheese we took the bay we're like this is great like Bill O'Brien's back this is cool and uh he was right front and center now he didn't come out for the rest of the practices but that very first practice it was it was the bill and bill show like the two of them just watching them work and how involved they were was was pretty cool Hmm. and we should add that there have been i think since the last time 
on Thursday, two additions to the coaching staff, right? right. We didn't have the Will Will Lawing. He wasn't. Well, no. I don't think anything's been announced, Thursday. right? No, no, um, no, not officially. Nothing, I don't nothing think. official. But, yeah. Um, so he's a guy that had spent time with with uh, Bill O'Brien and had been a tight ends coach. And since Nick, Nick Kelly has officially left, yeah, he's going. Uh, to he took the LA. same job yeah. at, with the Rams. So. Yeah. I think it's probably safe to assume that Will Lawing will is it Lawing is that Lying, how you pronounce yes. his name? Um, he will be probably the the tight ends coach, and then reports yesterday uh, indicate that Adrian Clem, in yeah. fact, will be the offensive Looks line. Looks like coach. they're talking to him, uh, Adrian Clem. So yeah, I mean O'Brien's filling out his staff. Um, you know, no word about wide receivers, so we can only assume that Troy Brown will stay as the wide receiver coach. Um, yeah, and, and there was also Karen's report that Gerard Mayo might not necessarily have a title change. That one was interesting. That I think you did read yeah. on oh, did off the tweet on Thursday. It happened while we were, yeah, yeah, I think, I think while we were on the air. I think you, uh, yeah. you updated us with yeah. the uh, and, and, pertinent information. You know, and I was like, thinking about that yeah. one, and people just said, well, why aren't they giving him a title? Wouldn't he ask for a title? Maybe he doesn't want a title because that gives him unfettered ability yeah. to, you know, um, interview for any job, right. whether it's a – a DC or whatever, if he doesn't have a title, he can leave at any time for any job. And, and an assistant head coach title doesn't matter, right? Like it's it's it, like that doesn't qualify. It's, if you're an offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, head coach, those are the three, right? right that count in terms of if you're going to go somewhere else right. and interview for another job, what you're able to do. Yeah. So let's not assume that it wasn't Gerard Mayo's choice to not have a title. I would know? I would assume it wasn't that, but yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like we spent like the better part of the last couple of years when Gerard Mayo's name has been bandied about for potential head coaching opportunities, and we've asked the question, like, so what is exactly that is it that you do? Right. And now he he's the one who didn't want to clarify that he was responsible for doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that's realistic. I think more than likely, for whatever reason, they're setting it up the way they're they're going to set it up. I don't think it's. Because Gerard Mayo said, no, 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 I don't want to be the defensive coordinator or I don't want to be the assistant head coach. If that, in fact, is true, we'll see. Yeah. We haven't seen the, the new titles. Maybe he is going to have a, a different title than what is inside linebackers coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he will have a different title than he did last year. We haven't, we haven't seen any of that information yet officially. Yeah. So uh, things are kind of rounding out in the coaching staff. Um, who's going to be the running backs coach? Vinny. Vinny yeah. Sinceri. You think right? he'll continue yeah. doing that? Okay. He actually did a pretty good job with the offensive lineman at the Shrine Bowl. That, from the people that I was talking to out there, that wasn't exactly the most talented group of offensive linemen on the West team, and they ended up actually doing a pretty good job in practice in the game. What What was uh, Ross Douglas's role? Offensive coordinator. Oh, he was the quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, him and, and I thought we did a lot of that the sound that we got from uh, you know wiring them up and stuff like that. I thought some of the videos that came out about him and uh, that actually came out about Brian Belichick made yep. made those two guys look pretty darn good yeah. at, at, at what they do. And I think there's a lot of questions, especially with with Brian about you know his coaching acumen and uh, you know what, what his role is on the staff. And I, I think that he came off pretty pretty good to the people that I spoke with, uh, you know, the players and things like that that I spoke with Something out like there too. Pellegrino had a pretty good week too. I mean, his defense did pretty well in the game and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, defensive and, and who won? The West team won. The Patriots won. <laughs> yeah, Patriots. They did. Obviously. And uh, they, we can get into the prospects. I'm sure Agreed. that we will for matter. <laughs> for months and months. But uh, the, the star of the game was the kicker, uh, Jake Moody from Michigan, uh, who was <laughs> – The most Patriots thing ever. <laughs> who was the kicker of the year in college football in 20, 
2021, not 2022, Post but Nordine, probably, right? Because Nordine was And uh, he made two 51-yard field goals in the game, kicked off, had a couple touchbacks. He's the real deal. Uh, he's going to be drafted. He's probably going to be the top kicker drafted. And after the show that he put on all week in Vegas, it wouldn't shock me. Okay. All right. And then uh, Pro Bowl, we have a lot of content up there on our various accounts uh, with Matt Judon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mic'd up. Uh, he actually had the camera strapped to his chest, so running around. But it was the Matt Judon show for the Patriots out in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I didn't. I, I got to be honest. I didn't, I didn't watch, watch a second. Of that. I didn't watch. <laughs> watch I'm sorry. I really didn't. You didn't watch a second. Not, of it? The not a second. I watched enough of I the flag stunned. football game to see Tyreek Hill get laid out by Jalen Ramsey. Uh, that was about it, though. Yeah. This is the portion of the show where I figured you were going to finger wag me oh, for yeah. not having seen a second of any of the Pro you Bowl. You didn't festivities. see who won the longest drive. Paul? No, but I did. You know what I did notice, which I thought was highly comical. So they had the flag football game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that? You know the stats service NFL yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Do you know they they fashioned a complete game book for the for the flag football? Is game? that right? <laughs> oh yeah. I had to go look at it when he told me that. It's I said like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> like I was on I was so I was they on have the new site. categories yeah. like attempts. I know yeah. for the flag. Oh, it's ridiculous. Know? I was on the Tackles. site Tackles. like looking up some <laughs> stats and stuff because I was doing CJ my notes for like ten <laughs> NFL awards and <laughs> I looked. I said, whoa, 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 game book, and I, and I was like, no, can't, it can't really can't be a game book, right? So I click on it, and sure enough. Yeah. Starters, more third impo- down. More importantly, Paul, was there a line? Was there betting? I, mm. I, I, I'm not aware. Oh, like I, I, I'm with you, Freddie. I uh, <laughs> yeah. this was on my pay no mind list. I didn't yeah. see any of it. Yeah, I turned it on briefly, and uh, I can't remember the the rap duo's name that was like popular like three years ago. That was maybe Alex can help me out. That was uh, I need more context. Oh, uh, Matt, <laughs> I'll, I'll remember it in group. a second. It's two guys. Yeah, it's two guys. Uh, I, I turned Migos? it on, and I turned no, it Definitely not Migos. I turned it on. And DJ I, Jazzy Jeff? No, oh. no. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up in a okay. second. I, I turned it on and I was like, first of all, these guys aren't even like, this isn't, this isn't relevant right now. And like, we're three years right. behind. And second of all, like they're showing like all the players and like, you know, they're kind of like trying to like, you know, dance a little, not like dance, dance, but they're like watching the concert as right. it's going on. And that was the whole thing is, Oh, watch Trevor Lawrence, like, you know, break it down or whatever. And I was just like, this is just terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like kid and play. <laughs> kid and play. Wheezy. No. <laughs> Wheezy. <laughs> Lil Wayne would have shut the place down. <laughs> yeah. That's the, yeah. He seems like he's got real star power still, right? Oh, yeah, he's know. touring again. I'm trying to go. I'm going. I'm trying to go to the garden. Um, trying to. Trying to. Trying to. Trying to. All right, next up for us uh, will be the Combine. Yeah. We'll start preparing for that. Let's so, go. Yeah. I'm excited to get back. All right, so uh, 855 past 500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. There is one uh, email I wanted to get to. Oh. Uh, this is from somebody, his name is Laborio. And he says he's done with us. Oh. oh yeah, I love these. Get in line. <laughs> uh, listen to your podcast from January 12th. Besides five of you cons talking at once, I believe Fred mentioned he was upset about people being mean to poor Matt Patricia. Ooh, he took a job and did it to the best of his abilities. I'm so done with you guys. You have condescending Perillo. You constantly take a stance different than everyone else. You put fans down like they're uneducated morons. No, Fred. That's he, largely true. No, Fred. He took it because he's so cocky he thought he could do it and be the O-line coach. I guess you've never heard 
recordings of how Patricia and Judge spoke to players. I guess you've never seen tweets from Detroit players after Patricia was fired. He's not a nice guy. He's not a player's coach. So next time you want to rip everyone for ripping a know-it-all jerk, do your homework. Done with your show. And I know a lot of other people aren't happy. Thank God for Bedard, Felger, and Murray, who actually do research before opening their mouth. <laughs> Somewhere, Felger and Murray are laughing their ass off at right. the notion of them doing research. Did Greg write that email? Yeah, I just thought I'd, I, I just thought I'd, I'd get uh, that one out there. I find hey, that keep the other end of the goal line. <laughs> I find that really uh, funny that that of all people, Fred is the one that pushed someone well, over the edge. Yeah, I mean, like I, like everything he said about me is probably. Largely, and I'm not yeah. being self-deprecant, but it's largely true. Like, I do come off as condescending, and I don't really have much use for most of the fans. Like, thoughts. But Fred? Fred had one thing to say, yeah. like trying to defend Matt Patricia, and that's what put you over the edge? That was it. Yeah, that was wow. it. That was it. Very so I, I thought I'd... Uh, and uh, Kamani writes in about uh, Michael Jordans. He says... It was total BS, uh, their retirement ceremony. They brought on a bunch of celebrities and actors to pay tribute to him. It was the exact opposite of Larry Bird's. Hmm. So I, I don't remember it. Yeah, one I would uh, rather. No Marky Mark. Yeah, I would rather not get into that. Like, do you remember, um, was it after the Atlanta one? No, which which one was it that, like, he's looking at him as, like, uh, not, maybe it was the, maybe it was the Rams Super Bowl and, like, Wahlberg is oh, just looking at Brady like not the one he left. He's early. a little kid, yeah. you know. It's like you know, no, that was the best. Uh, no, oh yeah, you know yeah. the best. Like I would rather do without that kind of fanboy fawning. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the 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 players that he played with and against. Yeah. And and when I say against, I'm not just talking about anybody. I'm talking about like Peyton, Peyton Manning, Ray Lewis. You know, any celebrity maybe Ed would Reed. just feel well, weird. Charles can Woodson. We get Chris Who's Evans. Like, could we get Chris Evans as Captain America to kick it off? The do that thing a, is, do that Tom your own Brady time. has a bigger name than all of them right. at this point. But do we really want to hear from Matt Damon? That's what I'm saying. No. I, I have no Matt Damon. No, personally, I have no interest. In, well, maybe. Yeah, that's <laughs> but ben Affleck. If I can't get talk. her with Chris Evans, we're not no, getting her. Yeah. 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 No, Chris Evans, you got me. I just think Tom's <laughs> the bigger name, so it would just feel like the fact that they did that for Jordan is so strange too. Well, um, that's what he ran in, though. Those are the circles, you know, the Arsenio Hall and the Ahmad Richard and all those like Hollywood, like yeah. fringe Hollywood types. That's where he. That's what he was. All about. the people that he owes money to, yeah. golf, probably degenerate, yeah. probably right, yeah. right. Fred. Right. Uh, Neil in New Brunswick, Evan. He says life is too short. I listened to the podcast. <laughs> this is talking about Belichick and Brady. I thought it was really good, and to Fred's point, it was good about good memories only. We've all quit a job for certain reasons, probably negative ones. We might go back and visit and play nice. It doesn't mean I'm going to take my old job back. Take Evan, take a walk over to the trophy case. Look at the six Lombardis. That's what Brady gave you. He owes us nothing. If he shows up for Tom Brady appreciation night, great. If he doesn't, great. <laughs> if he doesn't, it's good for I don't you. think we'll do it that's, if he doesn't. That's show your up. opinion. Yeah, it, I mean, mine. if he doesn't, there's probably not going to be a Tom Brady uh, <laughs> appreciation. It'd be like one of those Broadway yeah. shows playing the role of Tom right. Brady tonight. We'll get we'll the 80 for Brady. Castle. Well, then we get Henry Matt Damon Thomas. Yeah. You can play. You can, that's when you I get just a, want him to tell me that he loves me. That's it. That's what it is. Yep. It's real professional. Can't you just fake it? Yeah. Just exactly. Like, you don't even have to mean it deep down. Like, you didn't mean half the things you yeah, said about Bill. I like Bill, that email. So. I, li- I, li- I like that email. That's kind of how I feel. I mean, you know, we don't need to not have a Tom Brady appreciation night if he refuses to come to it, but. 
you know, I kind of feel like that with with Tom. Like, I think you do too, Fred. I just yeah. think it's two separate buckets, right? Like, I can be, I am you, Mac? more than appreciative of the six Super Bowls and everything that he did as a player here. That doesn't mean that I have to like how it ended or how it's gone since it since he's left. Like that, I, wanna, I think they're two separate. I want to hear Capello right now. I'm dying. To I know hear what he's saying. <laughs> I can just know. look at his face and know this like <laughs> venom spewing from everywhere. <laughs> He's uh, a walking sports radio oh, show yeah. on the road. It's not a good look. <laughs> 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hut line. Let's go to Patty in Agawam. What's up, Patty? Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey. I was wondering yeah. if I could a non-sequitur to a draft question. That's all right. Uh, all right. No, that's fine. All right. Oh, you know what I thought? No, never mind. I'm gonna go be ahead. I'm gonna be nice. Go ahead. Not be condescending. And, and to the emailer that uh, called Paul condescending and said that he hates the fans, I'm I'm hoping this question might kind of make your head explode, Paul. Okay. Because uh, I know you love drafts and I know you love O line talk. So, um, just a quick scenario, and I'll give my reasoning behind the scenario. With two of the top three tackles are off the board, uh, when the Texans pick at number twelve, did you see? them possibly trading up for one of the top three left tackles. Because I think if those if two of the guys are gone, I think the Jets, you're going to have to leapfrog the Jets because I see them wanting to take a tackle this year. Can I tee you up, Evan? I'm going to tee Evan you can. up. I'm going to tee Evan up because uh, I, I feel like personally my my feeling with the draft is those three tackles with with Broderick Jones, Paris Johnson, and Skaronsky. And those three Boring guys Western, as I call them. <laughs> are left tackles. You know, I mean, I think there are some questions about Skaronsky, but I think it's a great question. Which one of those three is going to be there? Because I don't know right now if there's a wide receiver or cornerback that you really say, wow, if you got him at 14, you're really getting a steal. With one of those guys, you might say, we're getting a steal right at 14, you know, and it's a fit. That's just my view. I'll let Evan definitely the jump fit. in. No you know? I I'm not as eager to trade up for one of them because I think this is a really good tackle class, yeah. and I think in the top fifty, we're probably talking about six or seven guys that could start in day one for you. So are you, you giving up ass? Is, is I guess the better way to put it uh, to use names is Skaronsky so much better than Dewan Jones from Ohio State that I'm giving up capital to get Skaronsky instead of just waiting on Dewan Jones, right? And Dewan Jones would probably be somebody that goes early day two. So am I am I giving up the assets to leapfrog a team or get up to 12 or whatever the case may be? How much better is Skaronsky than Dewan Jones, uh, Darnell Wright from Tennessee, who I thought had a great senior bowl week, Jalen Duncan's from Maryland's another guy that people really like. How much better is he? I, I I'm not sure that it's yeah. that the gap is that big that I'm saying I, I need to come away with one of these guys. I like the I like the uh, the question though because yeah. I I do feel like that that's a that's a controversial position to move up for. I I kind of agree with Evan's mindset with yeah. tackle and taking you know on top of that the the depth of the class like he explained. So yeah, I, I mean I think it's a it's a fair point. What does it cost you to go from fourteen to twelve, though? In in, in Patty's specific uh, hypothetical, I don't think it'd be that no. much. To it depends, I guess, on who's yeah. are you bidding for that that pick, and I think a big part of it too 
so if the Texans are back up at 12, they've already taken their quarterback probably at the top of the draft. So is Will Levis or Anthony Richardson still sitting there? And now all of a sudden they're selling that pick to somebody that wants to move up for a quarterback. I just think it can get really expensive very quick. Then you don't have to do it, though, if that's what's going to happen. Well, he's saying that the Jets are the team that he wants to leapfrog. Oh, all right. I see what you're saying. Right. I mean, is that the Jets definitely going to take a tackle? I think it's possible. Yeah. I, I I think my other part of this is is philosophically, you know, you mentioned Dewan Jones on the right side, monstrous guy. Like, what is the, you know, are we still left tackle, right tackle? Is that still a huge difference? And what do the Patriots need more? Is, is Trent Brown going to stay? Is he going to stay on the left? Is he going to go back to the right? So there's a lot of, like, questions cool. in there that I just wonder. You have that, though. If he does stay, you do have that flexibility that you can draft whatever tackle you yeah. like the best because you don't have to worry about And that's what, and like, and to Evan's right. point, I think as you get into the lower rounds, you're getting right tackle guys that are probably going to step right in and play for you. So it's just, I, I think these are interesting conversations. Yeah. And a lot of those guys, positions. even the top-ranked tackles, a lot of those guys step in and play the right side initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, some of them, you know, I think Slater immediately, but, you know, I think Sewell, no, did Sewell? Sewell was right. right. He played the yeah. right. So, yeah, um, yeah there's not but a But Slater immediately played the left, but that doesn't happen all the time. No. Um, so. There's not a ton of natural left tackles other than there's Broderick Jones, there's Paris Johnson, there's Duncan from Maryland, if you think that he's going to be a left tackle, and there's uh, Harrison from Oklahoma. Those are like the three guys that have the athleticism to play on the left side. The guys that I think that fit better for the Patriots are actually the right tackle prospects. Dewan Jones is uh, a Trent Brown clone. He's 6'8", 380 pounds. He's an absolute monster. Darnell Wright from uh, Tennessee is 6'5", 340. So you're talking about bigger, bulldozing type of players, which they typically play on the right side. They don't usually put those guys on the left side. So I I just think that those are the guys that I look at, those two in particular, where I say, if you draft Dewan Jones from Ohio State, he's your day one starting right tackle. He fits the mold. He does exactly what they want them to do on the right side. And then all of a sudden you get into the permit of him and Mike Onwenu next to each other, like, you want to run it in on the goal line like <laughs> you have 400 you know 700 pounds of of human on the right side of your line now uh to to bulldoze people so that, that's where i'm at thanks patty uh go to willem and Philum. what's up william hey what's going on Brad? hey how are you doing hey what's going on dude hey hey uh, evan paul and alex oh, yeah, what's up? that's the crew okay all right hey uh evan i'm gonna make you feel a little bit better but I understand how you feel a little bit. You know, I didn't want Tom Brady leave either, though. But I also feel like Tom don't owe us anything, man. I mean, I'm happy just, you know, to be in that era where I got to see him, you know, play for our team and won six Super Bowls and all. Now, the way he, the way things ended in 2019, you know, I, I didn't like that, you know. But I'm going to be a little pushback. As far as you saying the Patriots would do anything as far as the roster, I would disagree with that. They didn't go get him a Mike Evans or a Chris Godwin or, you know what I mean? They didn't get those things right then. I think that was maybe a piece of a reason. I'm not saying that's the main thing because that's what it was and that's something else. But I just think it's other things that was going on. And also with Robert Kraft saying that, um, well, if Tom wanted to be here, we'll be here. Well, why had to be that? Why you just ain't make it happen? Period. We can't make him happy. Get him what he wanted. He is the greatest quarterback of all time. And you want to be mad with somebody, even though I, I uh, even though, I have no problem with this person on y'all staff, and I I love Deuce. I love Deuce to death. But Deuce wanted him out, okay? That's true. So right. Deuce wanted him out. Man. I can't argue. Tonight. People forget that. <laughs> I did. I did. I was campaigning for okay. that. Okay, so, so the, the whole roster <laughs> thing, though. You need to get him right now, <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole roster thing, though, uh, well, Matt, what yeah. did the pa- who did the Patriots trade for in the 2017 offseason? 
Cookie? Uh, Traded for a pretty good wide receiver. Is that Cooks? All right, when Brady wanted Antonio Brown, what did they do? They brought in Antonio Brown. Didn't work out. And what? How about that worked out? Yeah. But that's he wanted him just as badly as the as they did. Like yeah. it's it's true. You can't. True. So I don't. Do you, do you include Flash Gordon in that? Trying sure, to help him. Sure. If you if he comes back in twenty twenty, I am sure that they maybe it doesn't work out like the rest of the the misses right. that they've had at at skill positions. Right. But I guarantee you that they would have brought in somebody of some name value into the offense in 2020 if they still had Brady. The reason why they didn't make any changes to the roster in 2020 is because they were resetting because they didn't have Brady anymore. If he comes back and you're pushing the chips all back into the middle of the pile, I think it's a totally different story. I would like to know what Brady thought of Nikhil. When okay. like when that was percolating, when the pick oh, was made, you know said, how involved was he with him? And he said as much that you know, like okay. it was. I, I think more than just intimations that this guy doesn't practice hard. Mm-hmm. He doesn't work hard. Okay. He doesn't have the work ethic, right, Paul? He's not even paying attention. I just, <laughs> yeah. uh, I just want to say, I just want to say it, it, it's going to be okay, Evan. You know, <laughs> I'm with you. You know what I mean? I'm a Tom Brady. I'm a Tom, I'm a Patriots fan down at heart, but. I'm with you, man. You know, but he'll come back, man. He'll probably come back in there. Pictures will do something nice for him. So, you know, I'll leave it at that. Y'all have a nice day. And y'all take care, okay? All right. Thanks, thanks. I mean, if there's any, you know, place where they should be, you know, buying the Brady clothes, it would be New England, right? So it, he's got a business interest here too. I mean, <laughs> you got to think like big picture. Like, who's going to buy the half? Bra- I mean, is there just general Tom Brady fan who lives in Arizona? You know, like who doesn't really care for the teams, but. I, I mean, I'd do separate ones. You know, you'd have a Tampa marketing, you have New England marketing. But that that uh, post he did yesterday with, for the, the underwear. With the underwear? Did you see that? What was that? The it keeps popping up. I can't get it away. It, I need to like me? mute it. Excuse me. I meant the picture keeps oh, popping oh, up, Fred. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's getting all uncomfortable over there. So I just I, I, I wait, guess I missed another one. I, I'd like to, nobody here has seen eighty for Brady, right? Anybody? Anyone? Oh my god! No, you know no? what's so funny? Do you remember on the show last week we were talking? Who the hell is that demographic? Who's yeah. the negotiate? Yeah, 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 I yeah. went to Costco that night, and I'm walking by a group of. Four old people, at least seven years old, talking about how they have plans that night to see Amy for Brady, oh, and they sure. were so that's, excited. That's the demo. So yeah. he can go Absolutely. and he I can put Patriots gear on for eighty for Brady, <laughs> and he can go on the set with Edelman and Gronkowski in Patriots gear. But he, he, uh, he I just I'm glad enough. Glad, I, glad you did the pod with Bill, though. Thanks. I, I'd like to get some spoilers from it. I'm I saw, sorry, <laughs> I picked that scab early in the show. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. really rethinking that wow. now. I, I, been going I, on for a while. Yeah, I'd like to hear some reviews of this of this film. I haven't heard anybody that I trust that. That's I, seen I it heard somebody know. told me that it, it's exactly what you think. Oh yeah, like okay. it's if you go in thinking it's going to be this Does Oscar one of winning. Bang. So, but that, but like, what is that? Like, is that horrifically bad? Then? It, it's because that's just, what I would think. It's nostalgia. It's yeah. it's it's kind of cool for us or for like the. I, I heard oh, I heard if you take it for what it is, it's not bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I don't know how you could take it for anything more than what you know, sort of schlock. Yeah, right. Does right? one of them bang yeah. Gronk? That's I feel like there's gonna <laughs> one of them's a sex pot. I feel like right, one of the character. Ladies, yeah, there's right? one that there's like some there's innuendos about uh, yeah, like some exactly. football it's neurotica. Be, right? Jane Fonda is probably Blanche, right? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. I think that's about right. Yeah, yeah but I will not be going to see that. What about? I'll like, watch it if it comes on cable. Oh yeah, Netflix. Sure. It. I'll, I'll I'll throw yeah. it on fast forward to just the scenes. I'm sure it's mostly just filler till you that's get to a, the That's that's an interesting question. Will I ever see it? 
Like, because it'll come on, it right? It'll, it'll, it'll come on like you know, some movie channel at some oh, point. Well, Deuce is going to have to do a write-up about it. <laughs> we so. should have a Patriots Unfiltered movie night and we're, we're forced to watch it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Alex, we, a- Andy and I, we used to joke around about that yeah, when, they first, numbers, when we first started doing the preseason games and we were the Muppets and we were Stadler and Waldorf. And we, we sort of toyed, <laughs> Fred toyed with the idea of like that, what is the uh, Mystery Science Theater? Yeah. yeah. Where, you know, it's... Me and Andy and like two aliens, you know, like just watching a movie, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know just sort you of couldn't do having that with fun with Andy's it. head's way too big for that. Oh, that, yeah. that would be one of the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Did, just you, covering did you not three quarters understand of the that? <laughs> yeah. Like a total eclipse. It's like Sputnik. <laughs> you can't even see it. <laughs> He's going to cry himself to sleep on his giant pillow. Uh, Ricardo writes in uh, the statue. himself to sleep tonight on his huge pillow. Yeah. Huge. I messed uh, it up. I went with giant. Ricardo says the statue we make for Bill should be the meme of him walking like a villain during the Detroit game. Oh, Remember that yeah, one yeah, where yeah, people wanted to yeah, shake well, his hand. He just he walked by. No part of it. Um, I see Chris Sims here is on the uh, on the show with with cool. Zolak and and he's really cornered the market on button and the top button, hasn't he? Like that's his thing. Like every time you see Chris Sims, that's what he's got. The, the top button. Nice and tight. Your utter infatuation with what people are wearing will never cease to amaze me. Hi, Paul. That's how I am. Like E! News. Pardo. Like to watch the, the pre-show on the Grammys and, the, you know, what are they wearing? If you watched it for that reason, I would understand it. Like, fashion. You're not watching it for fashion. You just want to see, like, he wears that all the time. It's kind of like, noticeable. Belichick like has the, the red like hoodie on. Oh, Yeah, he looks like, like a Mormon minister. minister I know, I know. You know? He looks yeah. like a fraud. It just bumps me. Hardo. Did, did you catch that one, too? What? He looks like a fraud because he is one. A fraud because he nasty, is one. Nasty, nasty Evans. Wow, nasty Evans. This is yeah. awesome. What happened Evans, in Vegas? Are you still jet lagged? Did you get in trouble in Vegas? This is awesome. No, I just... <laughs> don't let them discuss... Don't let them make fun of you. You're doing talk great. About, like, You're doing th- great. Th- this guy just makes crap up uh, daily. Yeah. Just just makes crap up. I, I don't up. know. I saw one, one of his quotes that it wasn't the smoothest operation last year. Just, it was his quote about the Patriots. Really? Really? He got like he one. Lo- and- he loves him some Mac Jones. Oh, speaking of that, um, speaking of podcasts and people with hot takes, what did you think of Trent Dilfer's take uh, the other day about another guy that makes crap up? Old time quarterbacks versus the modern. Okay, can Dilfer. I just, I, yeah. like, I'm, yeah. can I just. Well, well first just, recap I, the comment. All right. So, so yeah. he had talked about he. He's not impressed with Brady Rogers. Loves them, thinks they're great, but not impressed because it's an era where you can't hit the quarterback, you can't reroute receivers, you can't hit, hit anybody over the middle. So. Right. Okay, so those are the, all of the things that he said. I think we can all agree that not being impressed with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers is pretty silly. Yep. It's a pretty silly take. Yep. Here's the only thing that I sort of like the, the, the pushback that I would have on the hue and cry against Trent Dilfer. Like, I disagree with his take. I think it's damn impressive what Tom Brady's done. Sorry, I, I know I'm, I'm. You know, what does that make the guy said? I'm a contrarian because right. I always take the other side. So I think what Tom Brady has accomplished is pretty impressive. Um, but why is it that Trent uh, Trent Dilford can't have that opinion because he sucked? Oh, who said that? A lot of people. Really? A lot of people have given you Trent Dilford's statistics. Oh. And saying this is th- that's not impressive. I didn't care about that. He I played. Don't. I think Tom Curran wrote something like yeah. he played eight years in that era where you could supposedly do that. And th- these are his numbers. These are. Bra- I don't think Trent Dilfer ever said he was better than Tom Brady. No, I, I don't. No. I don't care about how good he was. But I. I. I but like, if you want to have an opinion, yeah. I, again, I disagree with his opinion. But his opinion should be just as valid as anybody else's. Sure, anybody yeah, that right. watched. I just, just because I, he sucked doesn't mean he doesn't have an opinion. Yeah, I. I, I 
that's what made it more weird for me because I kind of value his opinion. You know, and it's like, despite how he played, he was a quarterback. Anybody that I says mean, that Tom Brady and Aaron no, Rodgers is not yeah, impressive, I no. kind of lost my and value of your opinion. Like, like, you know, we always have that argument about, like, superstars now versus superstars old days. You know, how would the old guys be in today? And, they, you know, they wouldn't be as good. Bill Russell wouldn't be as good. You know, all that stuff. You know, whatever. But go the reverse, okay? Would Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have been as good 30 years ago? I, I can't imagine they wouldn't be. You know, like, like there's an argument to be made. I don't know. They might not have the longevity because back then it was you were a pocket passer, right? And it's all had to do with like quick decision making and knowing the defense. Like the game is just so different, though. Like, like, I'll give you an example. Like, I don't know if you guys caught any of this over the weekend. Um, You would have, Evan, but you were away. So, um, like, NFL Network just ran, like, a marathon of the Super Bowl highlight packages. They were, like, a half hour, hour, whatever. There was one of the games I was watching. I think it was uh, 12, Dallas and Denver. There was, like, four plays in a row they showed. Like, that's the – there's a bomb to Butch Johnson where he dives. It's an iconic play. He dives. He rolls over in the end zone. He leaves the ball down. And then he gets up and celebrates and then runs back and picks up the ball. There's no way they would call that a catch today. (laughs) Then there's like three other plays where a guy catches the ball and immediately gets hit. Ball pops loose. Same thing with like uh, Minnesota, Pittsburgh. There's like a comedy of turnovers, every one of which would not have been a turnover today. Mm. Like the game was just officiated differently, played differently. And, you know, to to Trent Dilfer's point, I think what he's trying to say is like Johnny Unitas – is out there and he's calling every play himself. He's running every, running the entire show. He's getting absolutely killed on half of the plays, and his receivers are getting killed on the other half. None of which can happen today. The play, the quarterbacks don't call their own plays. They're not subjected to those hits. Now, do I think just like I think Johnny Unitas would adapt right today right. and be able to play? Do I think that Tom Brady <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers were good enough to say? Yeah, they, they probably could have been good even if you were right. allowed to hit them. That's yeah, my, that's, I do. That's my point. I think they're special right. talents. I think they would have been able to be great regardless of when they yeah. played. Right. I, I mean, I, and Johnny Unitas would have adapted to this game probably. Yeah. You know, not trying to make the point that Charles Dilfer sucks. I just found it funny that like the guy who's the shining example that comes up all the time of like the one team who did it without an elite quarterback, you know, without an offense that just had such a good defense that, you know, that it came from him. That was just, for me, it was like, that's kind of weird. Like, but I, I think the way Paul laid it out is, is correct. And I think, I, the I think it's silly. I think the take was silly. I mean, I, I couldn't state that any more clear. I mean, to suggest that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are not impressed, right. like, you don't think that what they do is different than what all these other guys are doing? Like, come on. Yeah. I, Not impressive. And I don't know who the audience was, but it must have been a lot of old-timers because when he said it, they clapped. Like, they were like, well, yeah! Was, wasn't it on that yeah, documentary? L- LT was on there. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, not on that Baltimore uh, documentary? I just assumed it no, was. No, I think, I think it was a different thing. I think it was like a Players' Tribune type of thing or something uh, like that. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting anyway. Um, Ryan writes in. He's in Toronto, but he's also in Phoenix at the moment. Uh, he feels, I feel as though there's only one true way for the Patriots to celebrate Brady to fully capture the Brady-Belichick era. Right after the Super Bowl, the Patriots signed Brady to a one-day contract to officially end his career with the club, and since he'd still be under contract with the Bucks, the league takes away New England's 2023 first-round pick for tampering while <laughs> under contract. You're right, Paul. It's 30 for 30. 
Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Buffalo Bullies. Okay. Or Baltimore Bullies. Excuse me. Uh, also, um, Ryan says he was at the media day yesterday in Phoenix and can still attest that the Chiefs are the least likable team in football. Huh. Their name is offensive. They still do the tomahawk chop. The quarterback's mannerisms are family are detestable. The tight ends as sharp as a marble. G-E-H-A feel sounds stupid. Every player's name sounds like it was uh, created in Madden. And their mascot is a wolf that looks like he matriculated his way down a field of opiates. Opiates. Jesus. Screw them, Eagles by 10. Wow. wow. Okay. Do you hate the Chiefs? Because uh, I, I know Paul's, Paul's show yesterday was all about why do you hate the Chiefs. I don't, I, I, I don't hate the Chiefs. Um, I just, I, I I'm just why. getting sick of them yeah. being so good for I, so long. I don't think hate's the right word, but I think the vast majority of Patriots fans will be rooting against the Chiefs so they don't have success. Yeah. But it's I don't yeah. think it's necessarily a hatred of the Chiefs. They had right. a lot of questionable characters on their team, I think, a few years ago when like we were kind Tyreek. of... I'm here to tell you that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with it. For, for we me personally, it was that combined with the fact that they were kind of, the last few Brady years, they were like our rivals, so it was yeah. easy, yeah. That, really easy that to has and that it. is carried yeah. over, I believe. So I, I think that I don't hate the Chiefs. I really enjoy watching Patrick Mahomes play football, but I hate how Patrick Mahomes is covered as a football player, and it's not his fault. But I just I think that the things that get you know amplified about his game are actually not like what makes him great. Right. Yeah. Like it, you know, like completion to on thrown on like right, always, like the, the ridiculous off platform throws. Like yeah, they're really cool to watch, but he has really dominated the game since the jump because of other reasons that have nothing to do with the fact that he can throw off one leg. But those make him fun to watch. Absolutely, but I just feel like if we explain to the common fan a little bit more about mm. what makes him. Talk about condescending. condescending, (laughs) Explain to the common (laughs) fan. You're continuing with a very (laughs) good show. Wow. If you you explain to people, there you go, about what he does 99% of the time that makes him great instead of the one throw a game that he's throwing off one leg and it happens to like fall incomplete as Mike pointed out it it would I think it would go a lot further to not have such Patrick Mahomes fatigue yeah and and people hate Travis Kelsey I don't oh Travis Kelsey is a hateable guy why Uh, he's a he's a buffoon why he's no more of a buffoon than Gronk was yeah Yeah, but Gronk actually knew how to I loved Gronk (laughs) so did you oh I loved Gronk because he was mine everybody loved Gronk Gronk actually I'm not sure that a lot of people around the league loved Gronk. Who didn't love Gronk? I don't I don't hate Kelsey. I, I hate the ownership group more than I hate Kelsey with their, you know, with I that's my like, thing. I don't that's think Travis thing. is very likable. I think his brother's very likable. Oh, I geez. couldn't agree more. Jason. I think yeah. Jason I seems think, like the greatest guy oh, ever and Travis yeah. seems like I, I don't know. As, as they call him on the morning show on the Sports Hub, Summer's Eve. I don't know. I have no yeah. problem Figure it out. with Kelsey. I, have no, no I, don't, I don't either. I, Didn't you have a dating oh, show? Like, that oh, that dating me, show was yeah, bad. Yeah, rubs me the wrong way. I'm out. Soft football player. I don't okay. Know. His brother all the time. sounds fun. Soft football player. He does. Player. Well, I, I love Jason Kelsey from the last Super Bowl, and which, of course, was painful for me. But the whole thing he did with the king crown and, like, dressed up, I mean, it was hilarious. I, I hope he does it again. He seems like win. a great guy. And. I, he basically saved Travis's career. Yeah. Jason's uh, awesome. Well, how so? Oh, he got kicked out of Cincinnati, and Jason basically went to the coach and vouched for him. Thank and yeah. Friend him. You oh, know, really? and <laughs> just kind of like held his hand and said, I will keep him on the straight and oh, narrow. I did not know Please, that. please, please give him another shot. And wow. that's why it's so annoying because it's like you are so privileged. You have all of this stuff going. I don't know. That's, that's not the part that – all that's very true. I, I just w- – watching him play, like the – I just – 
He's not well rounded enough. He's for you, just not. <laughs> he's not a tight end. Like he's not a tight end. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's I a, don't care about that. He's yeah. a wide receiver. Okay. And I, I I don't know. It's it's a it's a Gronk thing. You I would call absolutely him. right. That's just what I and that's what I think that most of the blowback on the Chiefs is Patriots related. Like they're the next thing. Yeah. yeah. And even though everybody laughs about it in places we don't talk about at parties, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, twenty years, not five. You know, there's a little bit in the back of your mind that watches Mahomes and says. Yeah, the inevitability. That guy, stay, that yeah. guy stays healthy for fifteen years. They're going to have a chance to win the Super Bowl every year. Now they won't win right. seven times, but they'll be in the run. But they'll have a chance every year that he's healthy. Yeah, and yeah. I'm convinced yeah. of that. They will have a chance to win the Super Bowl as long every as year that he's healthy. healthy. Yeah. It's just like yeah. the Patriots had a chance every year that Brady was healthy. Yeah, it's remarkable that they traded Tyree Kill and they're back in the yeah. Super Bowl. Right, like they traded a top five receiver in the NFL and their offense got better in some ways. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. I mean, and statistically, it probably did. It's probably yeah. not better, but statistically, they led the league at everything. Right. I think Mahomes talked about it, and I thought what was really um, interesting to hear him talk about it was just how it made him need to be a better quarterback because he couldn't just look deep for Tyreek yeah. every single play and, and know he was going to. So all, now all of a sudden, he's actually getting through the full progression, or he's you know balancing and, and looking at different receivers that he wouldn't have necessarily looked at before and spreading the ball around, and it made them difficult to defend. And then yeah. you just plug in like that Pacheco kid. like He runs hard. Like yeah. I'm like, yeah. where's this kid? No, like All that said, I think he's going to have a tough day Sunday yeah. because I don't think he can move. I don't either. And I think he's going to be in trouble. We're going to get into that on Thursday. Nate in Northeast uh, Pennsylvania Pennsylvania says, I have the 80 for Brady review that oh, Mike is looking let's get for. It. Get it. <laughs> I consider myself a pretty decent movie critic when good. it comes to recognize good writing or acting. Good. Uh, with that said, I knew going into the movie that it would be cheesy and bad. Mm. Well, it was really cheesy and really bad. <laughs> Not too many laughs, no jokes. My favorite parts were the clips from the actual game. The players' cameos only lasted about two minutes toward the end. Believe it or not, the movie theater was packed. Mostly middle-aged slash older women. Save yourself the time. Don't see it. <laughs> That's about what Sounds I thought. About right, that's yeah. not about what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. But see what kind of money it does. Um, well, that's, you know, like some of these NFL shows, like, you know, based on the real games, none of them are really that good. But, like, Draft Day came to mind because mm. that was one that clearly had the cooperation of the league. They were able to use all the logos and marks and footage and all that stuff. I thought it was an okay movie. I mean, I know it probably wasn't realistic, but I thought it was well done. I will say this for that movie. And obviously we, I mean, especially myself, Evan, like guys who are just obsessed with the draft and like know all the inner workings. My wife watched it with me and she knows nothing about football. And for her, she was, she found it interesting. You right. know, like it explains, she's like, this is what it's like. And I'm like, no, Not really, but it was, it but was, kind it was, of in the yeah. vicinity, I guess. So, you know, for people like that, it you was, know, people for Evans fans that don't that need to be explained. Yeah. That's what I mean. If they're you're called if you're, casuals, <laughs> if you're a real draft purist, like you'd be like, that would never happen. But I thought it, you know, it was a Hollywood well done movie yeah. about the NFL draft. Kevin yeah. Costner. And I thought it was good. Oh, it was all right. Oh, I, I, uh, Paul, you're reading. I'll talk to you after I got, I got a question for you. Maybe we can tease it, but, uh, did you see the Ben Affleck J Lo picks coming out of the Grammys? Oh yeah, he he just did not want to be there. Huh? I did oh hear God. about it, but I didn't see them. <laughs> yeah, he he was like, I want to kill somebody. Right <laughs> he now. wanted to. He kill was like, I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't gonna, blame him. We're gonna take a break. Uh, Paul needs to eat. We'll be right back. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. 
Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering. And then, whammo, is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. 
Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes, oh no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx, and with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, 
and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. And now, great moments in history. But well, Fred, what tastes better, a tender or a wing? A wing, if if it's done right, because the skin's still on it and it's fried, and you know it. It's it, all from one chicken. I think the, I think the bone gives it extra flavor. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, the but, fa- it's the fat from the skin okay. that, that gives that it the flavor. Too. You know, yeah, I like, you like bone flats. in, but I there's there's times that hey, I'm perfectly satisfied with my tenders right here, like when we do it right show. here, right. Because I don't want to be eating wings and making a mess as I'm trying to yell at college for telling me that right. I, I call Belichick a mediocre coach. You know, it's on your face, <laughs> but it's also all in your fingers yeah. and experience, stuff. You know? experience. So when I eat w- wings at home, after oh. I'm done, I just put my hand out and my dog cleans my fingers oh my for God. me. <laughs> like you're the king. Oh, my God. <laughs> just hangs his hand off the throne. What? You fat bastard. You what? can't even get up and <laughs> wash your own hands? Not immediately. <laughs> yeah, watching TV. You let the dog do the work. Oh, my God, Fred. <laughs> Just, not yet, not yet. Can't. Still working. You know, he right. likes it. Yeah. You know, no. it's win-win for both it's of us. A little spicy for him. Is that him a little it's all right. It's all right. That's another great moment from. It is all right. Uh, back here at Patriots Unfiltered, eight five five. That was a truly great moment. Pats five hundred is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Deuce, Alex, Evan, Paul, Fred, Matt's in the booth. We're all here. A uh, couple uh, cleanup emails. Peter says, um, I'm late listening, but I've been having sour cream on my chicken chicken wings for years. It's amazing. Highly recommended. We talked about that. Like, I heard about that. Yeah, have you a big wings guy? Yeah, but that's disgusting. But blue, but blue cheese well, or People uh, swear by it. Don't get in the dairy here. He's, yeah. he's People swear pretty, by sour cream. No dips. I don't, I don't see why. Do you why. need blue cheese or ranch? I, blue I, I'd be blue cheese. Yeah, blue cheese. I would be. If, if I could good, be. Blue good. cheese doesn't oh, you can't, milk. You can't eat it at all. Well, I can eat. We don't have to get Okay, uh, Walter and Melrose. Uh, it's Suddenly we found something that doesn't have an opinion. Uh, it's been mentioned that Paul no longer sits with everyone back at the office. Most everyone is up in the office. Paul is down in the basement. What's going on? Why is Paul in the basement? Is it because of construction? No, um, we just thought that was the best place for him. Really? Just, you know. So we had a lot of people complain, and it's some of the older <laughs> some of the older people in the organization, such as myself, believe it's uh, phase one of a phase out. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Let you keep your stapler, though, right? You got to keep your stapler. Yeah. Um, Fred came to me uh, right as training camp was starting mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, by the way, you need to go downstairs." And I was like, "Yeah, all right. like after camp." He goes, "No, now." <laughs> oh, okay. I, I I don't believe. Pack up your. Now. You did as soon as possible. You said. I said when you can. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you didn't, like, hound me to get out of here, but you told me immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Effective now. Yep. But now you're in the crossfire of, of Mr. Triangulation coming in. in the crossfire? Belichick coming in. You had a little moment with your your guy, Billy O. Uh, I, right? have not, I have not had any uh, interactions with Belichick. But oh, Billy, no. uh, Billy O'Brien was in my office, like, the day after we found out that he was coming back. Um, he made fun of me for my commute, which was nice. He's a North Shore guy too, isn't he? Yeah, so, he's from so Andover he, he, originally. He, he gets it. He gets yeah, that he commute. gets it. He gets the the we plight. Uh, and run-ins with Billy. One other, I can't find the email, but um, and I apologize for that. But someone was really 
criticizing me Uh-oh. for liking Hooters wings and saying that they had yeah. breadcrumbs on it. Yeah, Hooters wings aren't great. Yeah, I like like it's not breadcrumbs per se, but they have like a batter, like mm-hmm. a, a a breaded thing over it. Yeah. It's not bad. I you know I've never been to Hooters. Yeah, it's not bad. Do you, are you against it? No, I just have like never. Uh, there's police, one in Dedham. There's police. That's somebody's daughter up there. <laughs> you, like, you, you went to Dedham. I mean, I've been to place worse than, than Hooters. But Hooters is like mild compared to the life. <laughs> now, oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. I have no idea what you're talking it's about. PG. You know. Did you take Alex to uh, to Hooters out in? Uh, <laughs> no, but we were walking. Hooters adjacent. We were walking clubs. this strip. Yeah, <laughs> we were walking the strip and. These three girls go by us, and he goes, "Those are strippers, right?" <laughs> I was like, "What do you I think?" I wanted Alex to have. I wanted Alex to have That's that so moment. <laughs> I wanted Alex to have that moment that I feel like every guy I know has when they go to Vegas, where they're just sitting somewhere, and all of a sudden, like the three most beautiful women they've ever seen just come and pretend to be interested right. in them, and they don't realize it's a hooker. Yeah, people yeah. don't really not realize that though. They uh, just try to. I they just, I some people have they just to be told. But you just like in the back of your mind, you know. Told. Not everyone no. is as I you know you worldly try to convi- as you are. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I was like, it, Alex, when it what comes gave to it the world of prostitution. I am as unworldly as you can get. But you know what it is. You, you know, know what it is. You always have. But no, but my point is you kind of convince yourself. Like, yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe I, they're not pros. Oh, yeah. They really that's like all it is. You yeah. know that they are. I got to back up Alex on this point because that's exactly what happened to me. I went my first time to Vegas at Mike, my friend's birthday party. Dude, that could happen to you. <laughs> I, well, that's why he believed we're it. In the Manda- <laughs> no, but they didn't talk to me. They didn't talk to me. We're, we're in the Mandalay Bay late night. Like, this was, you know, everything. It's like 2, 3 in the morning. And the my thought process that was like, why are all these like dressed up women, but with like one or two very obnoxious tattoos all over this place? Like that was like the like they were always very nicely dressed, but there would always just be then like a Miss giant Universe minus a tattoo, yeah. aggressive tattoo. It is an interesting thing that Alex brings up because I I wonder if I was like twenty four and I was hanging out in Vegas and that happened, I wonder if I would have been like obnoxious enough to be like. Let me go to the ATM. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Not realizing that that I would need to go to the ATM. You know, when I was how much? <laughs> what very little time I spent in Vegas, I was already, you know, this happened in White Lotus. Yeah. I was a little. Exactly. Old. I was a little yeah. older right. and not. I, you know, I kind of knew like, yeah, yeah. That woman's not interested in me. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I didn't get hit on it. I'll, I'll never forget that though. Th- those are strippers. Right? <laughs> was it the pasties or was it the well, what, which part of it was came it that obvious? What was yes. that? Oh was God! That, was that too mean to me? What I did on Twitter? <laughs> no, it was great. Okay, <laughs> it was great. But it, 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 he saw it at a point in time in the trip where it, we were pretty tired at that point, and it, you know, I think it was like day six, <laughs> and he was, oh. yeah, he was. <laughs> he, he was already in his feels about something uh, unrelated in, in, his, in, in his, his feels. In his feels. <laughs> so, so when he saw that, like, he was just like, like this six round center didn't quite live up to expectations right. at the Shrine yeah. Bowl. Yeah. He's just Ricky, like, how could he be so bad? I Ricky Stromberg he, fumbled a snap. Yeah, yeah, I just noticed he didn't respond. He's so, man. Let him lick the buffalo off your fingers. Sure. It's fine. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the phones. Eight five five past five hundred. Marks and Bolton. Hey, Mark. Oh hey, um, he's, uh, I'm starting to wonder when when Paul hears my name, he starts to think like a red flag in front of a bull. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sort of irritating him lately. You never well, you're a fan, so I think he doesn't like you. I think that's, that's, you know. I'm not triggered, so I think I'm losing my fastball. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he just okay. lumps you in with all the I'm other I'm people. 
Yeah. I got um, my two liter of Diet things. Pepsi. I'm good. Um, one, a combine prediction, another free agency, and, and last, uh, uh, well, I think it's going to be a, a draft maker type call that we made. Uh, with the combine, I think that, especially with offensive tackles, we're getting this, uh, you know, high end, you know, what's, what's, what's their ceiling? And I think that once, like, guys like Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones and even maybe even Dewan Jones uh, test out that. Their their ceiling is going to be so high that it might push a guy like uh, Peter Skaronsky, who's probably the most NFL ready guy ready to play, to the pass at fourteen. And I think that that would be a, a good development because I think they just they need a guy that's just solid. They don't need somebody that's all world. Um, free agency. Uh, I've been getting some heat on Twitter, but I think I'd love to see the pass go after Tremaine Edmonds. I think that would really complete their I defense. Like Who's giving you Who's heat? Who's giving you heat yeah. for that? That's, that's I, a he's a good player. A lot of too much money, wrong player. Oh, that, don't that's need, you know other other. Oh, yeah, too much money can't can't yeah. be too tight against the cap. That doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think physical freak you know, versus the Bills, and it sort of sends a message to the Bills. Well, you know, we're coming for you. And a guy that I really like. Um, uh, as far as potential is concerned, and he might not have to even do anything first year, is uh, Oregon State's got a tight end that's 6'6", 255, and, oh, you know, Musgrave. his yeah, hands are maybe not that great, but, you <laughs> know, you give him, yeah. give him some give him, you know, some coaching and send a, a, a year at the training table and get him to 265, and that's uh, uh, Luke Musgrave. Yep. So, yeah. My three comments. I don't know what anybody thinks about it. Right, just one right. little pet peeve well, of thanks, mine Mark. when it comes to draft season. Yeah. You can't just automatically make twenty everybody twenty pounds heavier. Like we recognize, like you can't just take a player. Like Taekwon, I think is a great example of this. Taekwon is four pounds, one hundred and eighty pounds, if that, soaking wet. He's not going to be two ten. Like it's it just he is what he is. I, I think though, there's the original point of. The Skaronsky pick to me is what's staring me right in the face. Every single time I look at the first round and try to figure out what they might be able to do at 14, I don't think he's one of these guys that's going to go into the combine and put on a show. I, I don't think he's going to run a sub five. I don't think he's going to uh, have this crazy you know workout that, that propels him into the top 10. I, I could end up being wrong about that, but that early teens 14 feels exactly like where he's about to go uh, in the draft and uh, I think that he he does some things uh, he's not as flashy as a Broderick Jones for example who's really really good in space and, and has all these blocks and on the move that are just ridiculous yeah. uh, but when you really study his film and get into the nitty-gritty of it you're like oh wow that was like a really smart thing he did there or this was a you know his hand technique here was perfect that was perfect this is polished that's done uh, so I, I think that there's a lot to be said for that as yeah. well I, I would just to piggyback on that a little bit I mean I, I think I texted you last week which is just it just seems like this is a, a very talented tight end class with good like yeah. throughout the first two days there are guys who can play so I mean my my text to Evan was like they they kind of have to hit a tight end this year I mean you know no disrespect to Hunter Henry or, or John Smith but it seems like they could get a really athletic guy that they could maybe groom at least as just a move guy yeah I just have seen too many and I you know I don't necessarily hold a lot of stock in in all all the mock drafts but I've seen too many in the first round you know I've like seen too Michael many Mayer. Yeah, yeah I've seen too Michael many mayors Mayer. yeah and and I don't like It'd be one thing I wouldn't have done this either, but like Kyle Pitts a couple of years ago was like supposed to be this next generation type of tight end, right? 
I don't think Michael Mayer is that. I don't even think that he's largely he's a consensus best tight end in this class. No, I, I think if you there's an argument, obviously that you take the tight end and it's the Gronk, the Kelsey, the Mark Andrews route where he's your top guy in your offense, and mm-hmm. maybe Michael Mayer, or, uh, somebody, some of the other tight ends in this class are better tight end prospects and the wide receiver prospects are wide receiver prospects so that's the way that you go um the guy that i would mention for tight end though is is latu from alabama like just played for bill o'brien for the last two years had great production in bill o'brien's offense really took off his career uh took off really sharp precise consistent route runner Uh, i think that he's a guy that third or fourth round you could get at that range in the draft which i think makes a little bit more sense when that's where i'm with mike is, they need to get yeah. a tight end and if you want to do it in the third or fourth round i'm, I'm and was that. the new guy they hired was he with bill o'brien last year at alabama or was that yes so mm-hmm. so he's so you have that yeah. that coach yeah. has cameron latu is, is his name and he's he's at the senior bowl too. he can do a little bit of everything he's more of like a traditional why but he can play a little bit off too and he's got a really really good route runner i wonder if you know one of bill o'brien's criteria for coming on board was I have to have some say in the draft you know I mean I would hope that they would you know I don't I mean I, I like say and and you know input like you know where do you say like oh he's going to decide but I would hope so I mean I hope that he is you know a major part of of whatever they're going to draft offensively when it's you know going to the tackles like you know how, yeah. how are these guys going to fit in with, with what we're going to do yeah I you know. it's going to be my offense we think and I know the type of player I need you know, uh, Eldred's in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? Hey, hey, fellas and ladies, how y'all doing? Good, hey, Eldred. Good. Uh, I got a couple questions for Evan. I catch it. I take it off the air. Evan, uh, I know you did the uh, senior bowl and all that. How did that look? But uh, I ain't feeling. I ain't. I ain't feeling the tackles on the first round or mayor. So my question is, if you had a choice, Evan. Would you get Devon Witherspoon or Quentin Johnson? I'd probably go Witherspoon. Quentin Johnson worries the crap out of me as a as a Patriots prospect. I think it's just too much of the same mistake that you made with Nikhil Harry. If I if I'm going wide receiver in the first round as the Patriots, I'd take Jordan Addison all day. But I don't think Quentin Johnson's the type of guy that they necessarily need. Uh, Witherspoon, I, I haven't done a deep dive into him yet, but I, I like what i've seen so far out of him and I, I do i do wonder with that cornerback class there's a lot of the same guy like they're that they, you you know you can get a lot of these six foot one six foot two corners that the patriots could really use on the outside i think it's similar to what i was saying earlier about tackle but even more so at corner i'm not sure how different a guy like witherspoon is uh from a guy like julius brents from kansas state who i really like is like six three and is uh, good they get him rated number one yeah, coming out. Yeah, I just they, don't, they, I don't know how different guy, they are. Something is, is sucking. They killed the other guy, uh, Kelsey or whatever his name is. Uh, he's about six two. They got him rated second or third. Okay, yeah, I have a good one. I gotta go. All right, thanks, thanks Biggie. All right, uh, Rashad's in Baltimore. What's up, Rashad? Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, hey, Rashad. Um, I, I don't, I don't have nothing on the current Patriots. I just got, I got a question for Paul and Fred. Um. I'm pretty sure you guys know who Robert Edwards is, but sure. I, I don't know the story about um, what happened to him. About I guess something with the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he was playing beach volleyball actually, and he ripped apart his leg, and I mean the leg almost had to come off. Yeah, it he blew was out all bad. the ligaments, and he had uh, like uh, arteries damaged and lost nerve. 
Um, and Fred's right. They almost had to to uh, cut off the and his he was, lower leg. He was leg. never the same. Yeah. He had that drop foot afterwards where you kind of, when you walk, your foot kind of just drops like by gravity. Um, he had not very little control yeah, he, over he it. He tried to come back, um, I want to say, think, in it? 01. Yeah, I think so. I think he was out the entire 2000 season. Well, what was the year? No, what was I the year that right he Paul. was? I think you're 2000. He was a Carroll uh, draftee, right? Yeah. And what was yeah, the year I that he? It was around the Was it 98 that he was a rookie and he missed all the 99 season? It might have been 2000 he tried to come back. Yeah. And Miami took him, right? I think Miami did take him. Yeah, yeah, but he was he he never was the same. Yeah. Um and he was good. Like he had a really good rookie year. I don't know how great he was or or could have been, but I do think that was, you know, and, and that's, that's the, the cautionary tale of the yeah. Pro Bowl games. Right, that's unquote. the whole thing, you know. He heard it playing beach volleyball. It's probably the worst Pro Bowl injury ever. <laughs> and it wasn't even during the game, you know. Um, yeah, it was too bad because he was – I think in his first year he had over yeah. 1,000 yards. Yeah, 1,100 yards yeah. or so. Curtis um, Martin left and you were like, yeah. oh, yeah. we got another Now, guy. he was not Curtis no. Martin. No. no, but he could have been good. Yeah. Big he guy, was right? good. He's big, yeah. No, big he was good, back. Fred. He was yeah. good. Yeah, a lot of those guys like Leonard Russell, big power backs in the 90s. He was better than Leonard Russell, I think. But Le- Leonard Russell Marion was promising Butts. early. Do you think if you hear the Robert Edwards like, oh, he was the next yeah. Walter Payton? Right, and that's, what like, yeah, that's, <laughs> right. and that's yeah. why I said, you know, he was no Curtis Martin. But he was good. He yeah. felt like it was a good player they lost after one season because of yep. As Pro a Bowl casual nonsense. fan at that point, that's just like that's what you thought. You're like, oh, we got another hey, guy. Fred, yeah, I got, Fred, I got, I got, I got one thing for you. Um, last week when you was talking about the Brady thing, you were you were 100 right. Like he he was with us for 20 years. Now I know that email that they sent in the thing about you know Brady and Tampa Bay, but they was he was with us for 20 years. I, it could have been it could have been some bad times, but it was 20 years. That's so right. Like, like I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry to that lady, but like that, that, <laughs> that's that's more. You know, that's more than time in Tampa. That's right. That email has stuck with me too. Yeah. Tampa Tina. Right? That's right. No, I'm, I'm with you, Rashad. Twenty years, nine appearances, six Super Bowls does not equal three years, one Super Bowl. Wait, sorry, who, some emailer said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should read it. No, around. Fred. It Fred was, was really email. mad. Thanks, Rashad. Um, it was a, yeah, it was a good email. ESPN had like banners up. And, you know, it had, like, Tampa Bay, and some of the highlight packages were showing. It was 50%. All, all Tampa Bay stuff, and he was, yeah. he was very upset about it. Yeah, and yes, but, but we understand no, that it would upset you. but then we had the email of the, <laughs> the Patriots fan. <laughs> you, you've established yourself as being no, but Paul, Yeah, the woman yeah. emailed in right. from Tampa yes, yes. and basically told us that we're all delusional for thinking that. Tom still cares about us. I, <laughs> I, I, I think I we might be. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Evan would agree she with would, her. She would have yeah. pushed Did you, you see clear. somebody sent a um, a tweet of Madden, I think, had some kind of graphic they put out. And they're yes. like, Fred's right. It's like two and a half the times. But, but it's really like I if know. you look. There were, you, two, there were two Patriots. There were two Patriots and one buck and they were basically equal size no yeah, yeah. He has shown the, the buck one he's like lauding over the, the buck years. one is bigger but yeah. there are two patriots i know ones. so I you know. got to combine them i i i agree with that email right and even i don't even know what you the email said you didn't even hear the email it was though, a good email we'll forward it to you now that's the polish thing he's ever said <laughs> i agree with the email <laughs> i don't even know what they said agreeing <laughs> with it. wow you, you, you are you, Somebody hurt you, Evan. Yeah, Tom yeah. did. Yeah. The one that Tom got did. away. Tom did. Tom it's did. like the ex-girlfriend that got away. And yeah, it's Tom this, Brady is, this is worse. You yeah. come back and grovel at my feet. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jason in Rocky Hill, Connecticut. Lots have been made of the conversation between Belichick and Brady on Brady's podcast. My honest question to all of you is, do you think it is strictly a PR move for the both of them, or is there actual sincerity there? I'd like to believe the latter, but I would not be shocked to learn if it was only the former. No, I think there was sincerity. I mean, I think basically he had his parents on. He had Peyton. I mean, he had all, you know. It was, it was kind of a retrospective on his his career. So I, I don't. I, I'm I'm sure he just asked, and you know, a lot of the same stuff from Bill. You've heard from him over the years in terms of what he you know praises what was so great about Tom, and you know, not nothing that we hadn't heard before. But I, I mean, I liked it. Just it felt like a little bit of a reset button here as we're getting into new territory with with yeah. all of it. Um, Juan in Mexico says he hates the Chiefs because of Kelsey. He's a douche. Like an evil Gronk because, because Be all nice. that with the Cincy Major, I hate Mahomes' brother and his TikToks and Mahomes' wife or whatever she is. That's yeah. fair. It yeah, is his wife. They're hateable. Yeah. But they haven't been around this year. I, I think know. he See, had a conversation. He, he put the lid on that. I had a sit the, down. Uh, after I, the, the restaurant incident with the brother, yeah. that was the end of that. Out. I just can't imagine not liking a team because of the – Spouse and sibling of one of its. Well, you're, players. you're simply not a fan, Paul. That's how fans react. That's I hate how the I Patriots because Giselle was so annoying. <laughs> I have <different> exactly <laughs> like why would I hate the Patriots because I don't like I, Giselle because Giselle wasn't because on you that don't level want of annoying because whoever, oh, oh I highly disagree <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> have you taken in any of Jackson Mahomes? If you were there the day Paul, that she was Paul ripping the media because he can't throw it and catch it at the same time. You would think it was ridiculous too, but for whatever I the reason, I think you would have an aneurysm if you. <laughs> if I were Wes Welker, I, I'd like a little. I, I'd like a moment. <laughs> that was a no. Was I a tough mean, one. like for for some people, whoever the person is, you don't want good things to happen to that person, and if that means not liking a whole organization just so that one person can't have good things, that's just the way it is. Oh no, but and I and I completely understand that. No, but if I didn't like Mahomes, <laughs> and I don't want good things to happen to Mahomes, yeah, I would completely understand that. Yeah. Like, you can like and not like anybody. I I just don't understand. Family like, members fall into. The I same like category. Mahomes. I just don't like his wife. So I'm going to root against him. That that's irrational. No, to it me. isn't. That's it's how most people feel complete. too. Most people like Patrick Mahomes. Right. It's just the fan. We can't have good. <laughs> oh no! For I her. think a lot of people don't like his his wife. Right. Yeah. I don't like his wife. I don't. I think she's right. highly annoying. Right. But like, I don't. That doesn't have anything to do with why I'm watching a football game. Like oh, I it hate has Al- a lot to do with what I'm perfect, for. I'll give you a perfect example. I despise Anna Horford. Okay. I root for the Celtics every game. I root for Al Horford to make threes. Not enough, then. You don't despise her enough. That's a fair point. <laughs> like what? Like you know what I'm talking yeah, about I with, that, with Anna point. Horford? She's annoying as hell. I like Anna. But I, 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 the Celtics are my Celtics. team. It doesn't take any of my enjoyment away from watching Al Horford. Well, play. it's not Chiefs fans that are having this hatred. It's the rest of the league. Just like right. we love Al Horford. That's but a fair maybe point. Maybe I would feel differently if the Celtics fans, weren't my team. Talk to Philly right. fans that's about true. Anna that's and Al good, Horford. That's a good point. Yeah. I said that's Al Horford's name in a bar in Philly once, and they wanted to kill me. Well, Al Horford quit on them. Yeah. Al Horford and Ben Simmons. Don't say those two names in Philadelphia. The oh. height of professionalism. He's going to fix the locker room. He's quit on like four teams. <laughs> but that's, you know, sorry. Yeah. Like Kyrie Irving going over okay, to Dallas. Woo. I mean, come what on. A mess. No, but that's a good point. I didn't look at it that way because if I didn't like the Celtics, maybe yeah, I wouldn't. It is a good point. Maybe I'd be predisposed to Once not Once again, like Alex, the voice of reason. Yeah, here. no. That's yeah. what I'm here for, guys. Yeah. It's okay. Um, Kevin in Dublin, uh, the most interesting point to me from Brady's podcast last night was the comment about the New England-Boston media seeking to drive a wedge between Bill and Tom and the Patriots in general. 
Do you think this was pointing out at pointing to anyone in particular and given Brady's propensity to use media commentary like bulletin board material, contrary to his easy breezy four agreements guru persona, (laughs) what stories do you think really irked him while he was a Patriot? Well, that particular story was Seth Wickersham. Wickersham, comma, Seth. Yeah. That was a big Which one. Which not Boston media. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's ESPN. But he had 50, 50 sources inside the building of the and most tight-lipped building. And in the pretty NFL. much Correct. everything he, he wrote was Let's true. face it. Like, right? a lot of people. As much as you hate to admit it. In, in 2019, and we've this is all old stuff, but. In 2019, when I, I made the comment earlier in the show, like I, I made sure that my kids went to that game because I knew that was the last game. It wasn't because of anything that happened in 2019. It was in 2017 when he basically was telling anybody that would listen that he wasn't happy. And it got worse as time went on. And, I mean, I remember before the 2019 season even started, we're in Detroit? Tennessee. Tennessee. No, you were in Detroit first, yeah. <laughs> Go ask Mr. Kraft. Like, if you didn't think, like, this whole story had come out, ye- like, months before, Tennessee he's telling you to, he's telling you to go and ask the owner. The contract thing went on for a long time. If you didn't think at that time, like, you know, and I'm not making fun of you, Fred, because you thought he was going, too. You, you yeah. know, we're just, we're kind of, like, we're hoping and whatever. It was pretty clear he was leaving. Yeah. Unless you had your head in the sand and just hoped beyond hope. And... That that all like that was all to me pretty obvious that they didn't value him and he had had enough of not being valued. Right. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I absolutely know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, and there's no doubt that that's true. They didn't think that he was going to be able to play until he was 45. Yeah. At that at a high level, and he was tired of taking less. Yeah, and like I've talked to people that are close to him. You know, I'm not going to, but that's what they told me. You know, hmm. and Giselle said it, you know, she said it out, you know, out loud. Um, so it, that's absolutely the case. Um, Al, Alex in Englewood, New Jersey, I'll be rooting against the Eagles, he said. The last time they won, I was in college in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and the Eagles fans are by far some of the most insufferable out there. <laughs> they burn the city if they win. They burn it if they lose. I'll be rooting against the that's Eagles funny. through that's and through. Cool, the Chiefs will never topple the dynasty that the Patriots have put together over the past 20 years. And Paul hit it right on the head. They will be in it every year, but won't finish it off to get seven Super Bowls. Well, maybe, but you never know. I don't want to chance it. A lot, yeah, a lot, de- <laughs> a lot depends on the other teams, too. But I, they, they're going to yeah, have I mean, sh- I think the odds of them winning, you know, the odds of Patrick Mahomes winning seven titles, are, I mean, they're minuscule. I get it. I, I mean, does he have to win that many? To be considered great, no. you know, at that level of greatness. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Everybody right. consider, I think most people consider him a top five, yeah. seven quarterback all time. He's got one. Yep. Where's he going to end up, by the way? I, I was listening to him talk about Vegas this weekend. With that was funny. Yeah. That was funny. I give him credit, yeah. you know, because I always think of him as such a no, he had, like, so stick he had, in the he had a sense of humor yeah. for a little bit. He had fun with it. Yeah, he, he was at the pro am. <laughs> I know. Did you hear that now there's a controversy that he submitted a handicap he basically sandbagged them oh really yeah oh that's the most no i'm sorry oh, and we're back yeah <laughs> that's the most aaron Rodgers thing ever <laughs> yeah i heard that this morning yeah. can you explain that what is uh well you, you have you yeah i mean i know what a you handicap register is. your handicap yeah. handicap with the u.s whatever yeah, yeah and 
you know, you're supposed to be honest about it. And depending on what your number is, you get that advantage when you enter tournaments. And there's a thing called sandbagging, sandbagging where people enter, they finish a round and they enter a worse score than they really had. So then their handicap goes up so that then when they're in a real tournament, they, they have an advantage. Oh. It's, it's like it's a no-no among yeah. golfers, you know, sandbag. You're Unru- supposed to be honest. in rule. Yeah, you're supposed to be honest about your score. This is yeah. the honor system. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a is core Pebble Beach, is, Did you do it at Pebble, is Pebble Beach this week? Yeah, yeah, he won, wow. and and I actually played, he won the pro. I played <laughs> with a sandbagger once, like a known like. Did you know he was? Standing? Well, I didn't. I didn't know the guy, but it was four of us, and the guy that it was. We were playing in uh, Maynard or someplace. Some and uh, this guy says, "This guy's a sandbagger. He's a known sandbagger." And so you well, get was to he the end. To play for money? Well, yeah, we were kind of betting. It wasn't oh. a tournament or anything. Oh, but uh, yeah, that's not older right. guy. Older guy. Yeah, and so then at the end he's like, "And I get yeah four strokes." Well, like, it, it wasn't based – we were just playing, you know, yeah. pri- by holes, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. But they pointed out this guy is a sandbagger. I've never heard that before. I had never played with one before. Yeah. But that's a, a faux pas in the golf. There's a lot of them. I, I'm always, like, stressed out in golf. I mean, I talked before about when we golfed Torrey Pines and the, the Ranger was up our ass the whole time. <laughs> we were a bunch of idiots. Like, we had yeah. no right to be golfing Torrey Pines down there. But it's uh, there's a lot of rules. Uh, Most of the rules. people I'm yeah. around in golf, they do it the other way. They tell you how great they are. Right. And then they get out there. And, and you get out there and play, and you're like, he's not any better than me, and I, yeah. s- I suck. Uh, Canada, New Jersey, uh, about 80 for Brady. Uh, actually, not as bad of a movie as I was expecting. Oh, okay. Ridiculously. Dif- differing opinions. Yep. See, ridiculously unrealistic, but kind of cute and enjoyable if you like those actresses, which I do. The women sitting in front of my wife and I were laughing nonstop. But you can definitely wait until it is on streaming service, HBO, or the like. If you have to call a movie cute, is it really good? Well, if it's supposed to be cute and it's cute, then, <laughs> Every it's, Pixar then movie? it's good. Yeah. I just I saw one Patriots fan write about it on Twitter, and she said something effective like, I really liked the, the scenes with the team, but I wish I could have ended it right there because whatever came after they won the Super Bowl, you know, the, the final part of it, she, she found complete disaster. See, I, I don't know they what set it, was. it up for a, a sequel. <laughs> Believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, too 80, old. 85. You're too old. 85 for Brady. Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just, like, I've heard a lot of people say, like, like I, I think Trags. Trags yeah. had something on Facebook that, that he wrote. It was like, it, was, uh, it brought me right back to that, like, really? you're going to that movie so you could sort of relive the Super Bowl? <laughs> I mean, just call up, like, go on YouTube. Yeah, right. Like, what do you need to go see a movie? Go watch the DVD. <laughs> I don't the really understand, like, the, the, the correlation of... Like um, the memories my of my aunt of is uh, listening yeah. to us yeah. right now, Auntie Mary. Shout out! And uh, she saw it. What's <laughs> up, Auntie? On Sunday, she said, uh-huh. and uh, all over age fifty women wearing Tom Brady shirts. Uh. Just a few minute, few Ooh. men. She said it was okay. Yeah, she said it was just okay. <laughs> just okay. Just like, okay. She said it was uh, fine. Uh, Four. You can trust her. Yeah, I think so too. I think Auntie Mary yeah. knows what she's talking about. Although yeah. I don't know if she has your temper, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. with Auntie. Yeah. Uh, Auntie Mary is the exact target audience for that movie. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ford in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, if this next season comes down to another win in win and in scenario f- or a playoff berth against Buffalo in the first round, yeah. can't we say Brady's one day contract for that <laughs> day and suit him up to help us get over the hump? I'm obviously uh, joking. Uh, I'm not. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> clarifying that you were joking. Uh, P.S. Can we also retire saying the GOAT unless it's about Brady? Nolan Ryan and Michael Jordan had a baby, and that was Brady. Until someone knocks him off, top seven titles or something along those lines, indisputable evidence, there can only be one football GOAT. 
It's like the movie Highlander. There can only be one. The goat. I don't know. I don't really. I mean, there could be that. a goat in every sport. I, you know. No, no, but I agree with that. Yeah. There can only be one. In football. Oh. football. Yeah. 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 If you're the goat, you're the goat. It's the greatest of all time. Right. Not, Not among the greats of all time. Right. Right. He's one of the goats. Never got that. <laughs> one of the goats. Um, about, um, let's see, who, who was really mad at uh, Chris Sims for buttoning the top button? That's you, Deuce. That's me. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Uh, Jack in Ann Arbor says Magic Johnson originated the buttoning the top button thing. Oh, I feel like it would work Did he for really? Magic Johnson. I, don't, I didn't know that. Magic Johnson way cooler <laughs> than Chris Sims. Chris Sims. Uh, <laughs> agree to disagree. Oh, come on. <laughs> Magic is like one of the most charismatic guys ever. He could wear anything. <laughs> All Sims. of LA knows about that. Mm. <laughs> um, L from Wisconsin, sitting with what's been the report for about a week now. I guess I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, maybe Bill O'Brien. I think this is the most clear evidence that we've seen that Bill may have lost his fastball, not realizing how much the OC did. Moonlighting as play caller at times, and it looked like this. Though I'm sure people will say those are the times the old look good. And possibly worse yet, if all this stuff about Judge is true, he just let it happen. And on top of that, might bring Judge back. Not very characteristic of the rest of his tenure. Just wanted to get my thoughts out here. Hopefully the ship is right in next season, though I am worried we'll win too many games to get a quarterback in the draft. Oh, um, Yeah, we really didn't talk about that. There was a report out that Bill at times actually called plays. Oh yeah, during the did season. Did you see that? And that was why yeah. some of them. Were, that was those. Uh, some the of them Herald were better story. than others. Oh, was that the Herald story? Didn't the Herald I think story it was indicate the Herald that? Story. No, yeah. Yeah. I thought we that was about Albert Breer. We did talk yeah, about I think it. that came out after I, Paul. I, I, oh, I thought we talked about. We it. We did talk about it. It might have been Breer you, though. You, you know me, CTE. Yeah, yeah. I don't recall. Yeah, what did you think about that? Uh, I mean, I thought it was. It made sense. I mean, this is. I mean, I. I can't understate like how surprised I am to echo the emailers' calls that they that 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 he would make a mistake like this. Like it just feels. Did Did anyone really think it would work? Was there anybody out yeah. there that was like, "Yep, this will be great"? Like, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, learning that he might have called plays at times makes me understand why Mac was even more confused. I mean, to have all yeah. those voices. Yep. That's not good. I think that's what we talked about when yeah. we talked about this. Like okay. You can understand him waving everybody off like, yeah. shut up. Yeah. Because yeah. he probably had too many voices in his head. I don't Kinda think like that uh, he – I think what Bill might have underestimated about the whole situation is I, I genuinely now believe that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were there to just be – to be babysitters and just to placehold for the position because – Like got them through the year? Yes. Yeah. Because – I feel that way too. I think Bill O'Brien was was always coming back, and I think that his contract in Alabama was what it was. And they, I mean, that the whole Bill O'Brien thing happened so quickly uh, for him to come back this time, and it, it seemed like such a slam dunk from both sides that I really think that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were there just as a bridge to get back to Bill. That's O'Brien. what I said. Am yeah. I the only one that wants someone to get fired over yeah. that? If that's what happened, yes. Like I a, think that the problem is that. Why? I think you intentionally sabotaged the whole season. Well, no, you tried to get by. Then it wasn't a placeholder then. It's not if you thought it could work, it team. wasn't a placeholder. I think that's what he underestimated. I think he yeah. thought because of himself, and I don't necessarily think that this was wrong going into because he is Bill Belichick. I think he would. He thought as himself, I will at least keep the train on the tracks enough well, that this isn't going to ruin Matt I mean, Jones whether it was a placeholder or, or extended, he thought it could work. 
Oh, I think he thought it could work. Yes. yes. I just right. I don't but I don't think he, if it worked, he would have yeah. been changing it. In other words, oh. only one of those th- two things can be true. I yeah. just know. I don't know how uh, to what capacity he actually thought it would work. I think he thought that they would survive the year. I don't think he ever imagined it would get as bad as it did, especially I, for Matt. Yeah. I agree. But what I, what makes me even crazier though is okay. Let's say he thought it could work. Why do you want to change the offense on top of that? Right. Like that's just making right. it more complicated. If you're going to just do a placeholder, it's another reason why, yeah. I, again, it's the only guy on the planet yeah. that can completely F up and be credited for doing it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and then to Paul's point, like, you know, a lot of the other stuff that you can say about like Bill screwed that up. I mean, there's plenty of things, oh, he screwed up Brady at the end. Like, but all those things are somewhat nebulous. Like, yeah, like, yeah but you know, but Brady didn't really you know like I agree. But Mike. this is this is a concrete, maybe the first example that is undeniable that he done messed up. Yeah, like, every, you know, I mean and, the whole universe yeah. except me th- th- thought it couldn't work. I mean, I, mean, I didn't want to believe rare. I think that's I just rare. had my head in the sand of like he couldn't make a decision what? this hopeful. bad. I, I was hopeful. Yeah. I think changing the offense yeah. was because the coaches But I was the only one. The coaches they had running right. couldn't understand you, right. it. So then you paint yourself into a corner and you're like, all right, right. so I'm going to do a placeholder. And I also I think that's have right to change too, the Kevin. They stripped offense. the offense because they needed to be at an elementary level for the guys ca- running yeah. the show. But I thought last year, or not, I mean, 2021, I thought they were easy to defend. That's what everyone told us. But, it, but we're talking about, like, scheme and language and I know, terminology, I know. not necessarily it's like I told you, they're personnel. easy to defend because of the personnel. Yeah. I, I, see, Ev, I'm going to disagree. I mean, maybe the concepts are simpler with what they tried to change to, but the fact that they had to change to that means you have to start over. I don't care if the concepts were simpler and the, the terminology it's was about sim- It's about teaching it, though. I, well, yeah, I right. guess. But, yeah, I guess, you know, and Judge wasn't here. and Patri- Yeah, So the, one, of, one of the biggest things that they changed was the, the way that they, they blocked things up front, their protection schemes. So the Patriots for years had a dual-read system, meaning that you're reading sometimes two different players. Okay, that and that you have to kind of figure out. Okay, what are the keys? What are their tendencies? What are all these other intricacy things so that we can stay a step ahead while also doing that? They they took that out. So now they got to the line of scrimmage. They had one call. They hiked the football, and if they weren't ready to, bl- if they weren't pointed right. in the right direction so, to block it, and then how, that was then, it. Then yeah. why were guys like? I I know, but like then you have guys just rushing free to the passer earlier in the season. You know, right? Because they had no ability, really, to adjust on the fly to the picture the defense was showing them, whether it was post snap or or before the ball was snapped. So they come to the line of scrimmage, they're calling the protection. This is it. This is it. Post snap, and if this happens, then I saw yeah. more confusion this year than I did any other year, and it was supposed to be simple. I think the I don't co- know. I think the confusion stemmed from the fact that the players on the field were saying, "One, we never talked about this. Like they sent this blitz, and we've never seen this blitz before in our in any film study or any meeting room or anything like that." Right. And number two, I think there were a lot of players. I won't name names, but there were a lot of players that I know for a fact were frustrated by the fact that last year in 2021, I mean, this would have gotten blocked but this year it's not getting blocked because we're not doing it the same way anymore i think that that was a big part of the frustration i mean the idea that i have to make my offense simpler because of my coaches that's like paul said it's not what's best for the team that makes it makes no sense sense. and i think that and i and i'm not disagreeing with what i said i think think right this is stuff that i talked about all offseason i think that they're changing for the coaches and i think that's why uh, Ivan Fears was around as much as he was yeah. in "quote unquote" retirement because yeah. he was the one voice that could actually help them a yeah. little bit. But 
I can't. If, if there was the plan all along to have this be a one-year stopgap, that makes the decision to, to change things schematically even worse. Right. That's why I don't believe it. Yeah. And I think someone should be fired if that's really what they would – you know what? We're going to take these two guys, one's defense and one's special teams, and we're going to change the offense completely. But it's only going to be for a year. Mac, don't worry about it. We're going to go right back to the old offense when we get Billy O'Brien next year. Like, I hate it. That's a lot of bad decisions yeah, in yeah. one. And, like, yeah. we, we have no idea. You know, we've talked about this a lot. Like, we know, like, the tip of the iceberg. We don't really know what goes on. But for all we know, like, last year, Bill mentioned, yeah, I'm going to try to get Bill O'Brien. Then he finds out that he can't or, like, you know, Saban really doesn't want to let him go. And maybe the crafts were like, I don't care what Saban thinks. Go poach him. Maybe Billy him. O didn't want to leave last maybe, year. Maybe, mm-hmm. but maybe the crowd's like, I don't just go get him. If you if you think he's going to help us, go get him. And then Bill makes this thing up. Well, no, I got a better idea. We can use Matt Patricia. <laughs> no one you know? thought it was a better idea. <laughs> I got a better idea. <laughs> Actually, you know, so I don't know. Like you, you <laughs> we have, can't have them run the regular offense because they don't know it. So we're going to try to have them implement another offense that they don't know. We're going to make up an offense. Brilliant. It is. Yeah. It's. Reading a play, the Bill O'Brien playbook, I actually got my hands on the 2011 playbook. It's like the Da Vinci Code, and like if you don't like, if you do, if you weren't raised in that, like if you don't know it, like the back of your hand, like Josh McDaniels did, for example. I mean, they have protections that, and they're just pages and pages and pages of protections. And they just get to the line of scrimmage, and most of their base protections are numbered. It's all numbered. So most of their base protections are the seven in the 70s. So they'll just get to the line of scrimmage, and they'll just say 74. And and everybody involved is just supposed to know everything about what 74 means. Right. And, like, if you don't know, like, if you, don't, if you can't coach that, if you can't teach that, I don't know how you implemented it in offense. Was it Bill O'Brien's, or was it did he inherit it from you know whoever the predecessor was? So the protection schemes were Dante's. Yeah. Okay. And I mean they're awesome, but like you have to like real. I don't. It's 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 too advanced. Like I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like it's it's too much. It's but it, there must be a crazy. way to teach it because yeah. like not. I don't want to diminish these guys, but they're not brain surgeons. They're football players, so they must. There must be a way to teach that so that they remember it and can ex- execute it. I just think that in order for you to be able to teach it, you need to be at that PhD level. Like you need to be right. The, the, the smartest people can make the you know, you need layman to be, understand. It. Right. right. You need to be the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. I don't know if the coaches were okay. Uh, it's it just it for me. It just it shines a whole new light on what we watched in training camp and how when you came out of those practices, you felt like they didn't really accomplish much today. It didn't really feel like they knew what they were doing. They didn't practice with purpose. They didn't get things done, and that's and that's the case. Karen's thing too. And for me, it was all about understanding what I was listening to with all of the comments and where they were coming from, the frustration that it was like born from. All right, we got to go. It's 2 o'clock. Yeah. Fast show. Big show. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday with another edition. We'll give our Super Bowl picks, and then Catch-22 follows us on Thursday. We'll see you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.